Factual Podcast. We're here to inform and entertain you a bit, and I'm still working out exactly what wording I want to use for that intro, even though we're quite a few in episodes in. Uh, I'm Mark. I run with the will. And one another special guest host today, it's... May from Austin Translation Mon. And I'm cold, because it's very <laughs> early in the morning in very cold weather. <laughs> yeah, the hours are extremely off, so thank you for going on at, I think it's like 7 a.m. over there? Yeah, yeah, it's it's currently 7.03, and it's like it's it's like the usual time I'm up. I'm just like usually still oh, okay. sort of warm in bed at the moment. Okay. Uh, why don't you let everyone know who you are so in case they're just not aware, uh, you know, not c- uh, familiar with your show? Right, so I host a podcast called Lost in Translation Mon, which is a podcast that we release about twice a week and then we have monthly special episodes where we cover the manga or serial experiments lane but on our main show we just cover all of digimon we do two episodes a week but what we do is we watch them in japanese and in english and we compare the differences and my co-host has never seen digimon before so it's also a fresh look at the series from someone without nostalgia goggles on that I'm surprised you haven't burnt out going that quickly, to be honest. Yeah, well, we've we we kind of want to move on to Savers, so we we want to make sure it's uh it's weekly, and then after Digimon, when we're done with Cross Wars and Young Hunters, we want to move on to Sailor Moon and do the, the same sort of thing, but with Sailor Moon. Yeah, I think I remember hearing you joking about the title for it, what it would be. Yeah, Lost in Translation Moon. <laughs> Yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, but like, so what's your history with the franchise, just so everyone knows? Like, right, when? So... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I think we've got a tiny delay. Um, anyway, so my history is, uh, I think when I was probably in year one, so I was probably about seven. The Digimon V Pets were like really, really big. Uh, the the anime wasn't too big. It was more the V Pets that everyone loved. So, of course, I, I nagged my parents for weeks and weeks to get a V-Pet, and I ended up getting a version 2 of the original V-Pet. And, yeah, it was just sort of... I, I had that for a while, and no, and none of the kids knew the names. So, um, the, uh, the Sunamon had a really strange nickname. Am I allowed to swear on this podcast? Oh, yeah. Swear all you want. All right. So, he was, co- uh, he was called by all the kids Dickhead, uh, because <laughs> of the, the horn. Because, yeah, as I said, no one knew the name, so I didn't like that because he was my baby, so I called him Cutie because, yeah, as I said, we I didn't know the names and uh, we didn't really have, like, too much internet access at this point, so no one really Googled it. So, yeah, I had my Cutie and then one day I was just watching Cheese TV, which was a program in the morning where which would run lots of different shows, would run Pokemon, and Digimon was on. And they were up to the episode where uh, with Puppetmon in the forest, which I think is probably one of the also one of the best episodes of Digimon Adventure. And even my co-host, who wasn't that fond of, of Digimon, liked that episode when we when we got around to watching that. Okay, so quite so that was quite a bit into it then. Yeah, no. So it's uh, so then they started showing reruns just before Zero Two started airing, and then I I caught up that way. But uh, yeah, so it was quite a bit into it, and yeah, I'm not sure it was just the school I went to, but the anime wasn't that big, and then I just started watching it every week after that. Hmm. 
and I believe your podcast just celebrated, was it a year? Uh, two, two years. Two years. Yeah, I, I popped into the stream a bit when you, uh, I want to say that was a week ago. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, May 3rd, and that was really cool that you popped in. Thanks yeah. for that. Although I do disagree with one thing you said. Oh? It is not called a D2. Yeah, no, I, no, I, I did read that, and I was kind of like, oh, well, you learn something new every day. I, I think the, I, uh, the fandom coined that because of the Digivice in V-Tamer, right? Sort of. That's not the original reason fans gave it the nickname, but that's sort of what it's evolved into. It's hmm. because by the time the the earliest importers got onto Digimon, yeah, the original Digivice was off shelves. It was the revision which was called the Digivice 2. Oh. So everyone sort of just assumed that was the original one because that was the original one that most people imported. Oh no, that, that's an that's an interesting yeah. story. I never really liked the uh, the wording of calling it a D two. I yeah. found it a bit well, strange. Well, it especially doesn't make sense because everyone points out you know D three and then you have the Digivice O one from V Tamer. Mm. The O one actually shows up after the original Digivice. Yeah. Yeah, it shows up. Three or four months into the manga, or three or four months into the anime, mm. at that point in the manga. But yeah, that's why everyone seems to call it, and then it sort of just evolved into the O1 and D3 thing. Mm. Because, no, that makes sense. Because most of those people are long since gone who would remember it calling it that for that reason. Uh, let's see. Uh, before the actual news, let's get into the various site stuff from With the Will. The first one is is uh, I idle CDs aren't really my thing, but the uh, third ending for Atmon was included on uh, Lumiere's most recent CD, so I nabbed that and did the scans and breakdown like I always do. I I don't know is, is this your type of thing either? Um, I'm I mainly just buy like Digimon CDs, but I'll actually probably pick this up. Like I I don't really know much about idols, but uh, no, it's it's very, very cute, and I really do like the outro, and I I might pick it up soon, because I'm just looking, I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, it's kind of cute. Yeah, it, it's a really good song, but it, it's like, I, I like digging into, you know, like, the technical stuff, the artwork used, and here it's sort of like, hey, they're just wearing frilly dresses, and I don't really know what to say when I was writing everything up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's a good ending song, and if... There's not really much here for Digimon fans, but if you like the third Atmon ending, I would recommend you guys picking it up, especially if you can... It seems to not be that expensive of a CD. Excellent. I'm just looking at the uh, the article now. Oh, cool, it's on CD Japan. I'm probably yeah. going to pick that up. Yep. And now for one of the things that everyone really wanted to know about, um, the... Go- the review and all the images of the plush minis from Zag Toys. I, I don't know why I like these so much. They're, they're sort of like just really basic plushies. They're so cute. Yeah. Uh, you don't know how hard it was for me to get that shot of them posed on the box. <laughs> uh, Gabumon kept chipping off and taking Patamon with him. Oh no, that's not yes. very nice. Yeah, I, I like these, but I still, like, I've never been a huge fan of the collecting blind box thing. It's just not my thing, and I don't know. It just, mm. I, I have a love-hate relationship with uh, blind boxes, because I'm like, yeah, I want to collect them all, but then, you know, I'll get a double, and then I'll just be like, 
what do I do with this? Like, I have, a, like, this entire stack of Atmon ships. Like, it's, it's quite large now because I've been getting all the boxes. And I'm just going to send that over to my friend Sam, who co-hosts the Mod- Modcast. We're doing sort of like a trade, but a uh, very long-distance trade. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, I, the, I, these are just really nice, especially for... You know, if you can avoid some of the issues with blind boxes for $8 each, these aren't bad. I like them. I think the Patamon one is stupidly, adorably cute. Yeah, Patamon's always so cute. He's got those big eyes. He's so cute. But what's weird is this, it would have been so much easier for them to do him laying down like they did Gomamon. Mm. But he looks so good standing up. Yeah, I mean, like, they look a little bit like those... I think they were the smaller UFO catcher plushies that were around Japan. They look... the Sort of the models and the way they're sitting just reminds me of it, especially the size. And the Patamon and Agumon look basically exactly the same to that, so I'm not sure maybe they use the same pattern or... Pretty close to it. There are some changes, because I know like some people were saying that Gabumon looked like a bootleg of an old plush. Yeah. But, but when you really look at them, it's like, mm, they're kind of close to the old plush, but not quite. Mm. But but I, I kind of like them all to some degree. Right now, my only issue is, is I can't get Gabumon's horn to be straight it, mm. it, yeah. it, it, it got like smushed in the bag mm. and also I think the Gatamon one is uh, freaking me out a little bit I don't know I think it's the, the fact oh, it, that her arms uh, yeah the Gatamon one um, it, it's the eyes and the smile for me like mm, yeah, I, yeah, it's, yeah. I don't know, the, the arms look just a bit too short and like thin it just looks out of comparison but yeah you're right, right about the eyes and the mouth I, I still think my favorite part overall though is like how Draymon has, like, these short, stubbly T-Rex arms. Yeah, he's got a big head and little arms. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I mean, these are just nice, small things. I assume most people would probably use them as desk toys. Mm. But, yeah, I, I like them. Um, then next up, we, I got our interview with Joshua Seth done. Yay! And I, man, I woke up, like, hours early with, like, my eyes all, you know freaking out and everything that I was going to say something stupid. Hmm. Oh, Stevie, wait. Uh, oh, it's Stevie Patamon. He had a question. He wants to know how are Greymon's knees. Oh, no, not Greymon's knees. Don't talk about that. No. I don't and, even uh, know the joke, to be honest. All right. So it's a reference to, you know, you know the Greymon uh, gem figure that's coming out in a couple of months? Yeah. Yeah. The, it has really awkward knees. Oh, Okay. So we were just having a bit of a giggle about it a few weeks ago because both Sam and I from the Moncast uh, pre-ordered one because we have no self-control and Stevie just said, but the knees are a bit weird. And I was like, no! Oh, it, yeah. Uh, I hate when people that when you don't notice something and then once they say it, you can't yeah, not notice it. Don't worry. Renamon's breasts. Oops, d- sorry. Don't worry, Stevie. There's no knees on this plush. Yeah, it's a kneeless plush. Yeah, the Renamon thing, you know, what's weird is, is I can understand why they did it so that they could mold the plastic differently, but I don't think they had to quite make it that exact shape. Yeah, it's, uh, like, Mimi has a really weirdly sculpted bum in her figure as well. It's kind of like, a, well, why why did we sculpt this? Well, what's weird is, is the line's not even aimed at men. Mm. It It is a female-oriented line. But they're doing, like, all the accentuations you would expect for, like, a line that you're trying to sell to men. Oh, yes, definitely. Especially yeah. with the, uh, the, the, uh, Angel Woman one. 
Yeah, I, I feel like the 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 gem figures for overall are sort of a cross between the normal gem figures which are aimed at women and then the pseudo gal lines that they aim at guys. So it's for everyone. Yeah, probably. Uh, minus the ones that can't be imported like the Angel Woman one. Oh, I had, I bought that for an embarrassing amount because I realized I only really wanted it once it was uh it was banned everywhere so the price yeah. like doubled. Yeah. Oh, and we we haven't seen that Lady Devamon one for a while, have we? No, I've been really looking out for it. Yeah. Well, uh, there there's Mega House stuff coming up, so I'm guessing they'll announce some stuff. But yeah, jo- uh, yeah, Joshua said we got uh sidetracked. The Joshua Seth interviews up. Everyone should read that. I tried to ask interesting questions, and I think in general I succeeded. Because I, I tried to avoid the, my, you know, minus, you know, how does it feel to be back from where I tried to avoid the more sort of, every site on the planet's going to ask these questions. Mm. And, you know, I think it worked well. I'm not going to go through all the questions here, because everyone can just read them on their own. But we get to move on to contests. And we're going to try to do one of these for Australia also. It's just a matter of getting people to respond back to me. So first up, okay. first up, uh, the UK contest is still running. Uh, one Blu-ray and one DVD. It ends midnight Sunday, May 21st. I should probably figure out what time zone that will end in. But get in entries, and if you're in the UK or Ireland, Blu-ray and DVD prizes. And the US contest ended, and as far as Shout should be sending out the prizes roughly as we speak to Kalo and Zakaina. Got a lot of entry for these, and I think I picked the two best ones, at least in my mm. opinion. Yeah, no, they look great. Yeah. And hopefully they get their prizes and, you know, nothing pops up with that, but you never know. But I think it'll be taken care of. And then the big one is, is on Tuesday, May 16th, the American Blu-ray DVD and everything for Try Part 1 comes out, and I spent way too much time going over that <laughs> disc. Let's see, it's almost been two years at this point since Try Part 1 came out. Mm, that was November 2015, yeah? Yeah, roughly. Um, because then the Blu-ray was then December. I think we got a release here that was worth the wait. Uh, did you skim through my crazy review of it? Uh, yeah, I just did a quick skim uh, the other day with and looked at the images, because I'll be getting the Blu-ray when it comes out yeah. in July, I think, here. July or August, I've lost track. I want to say it's July. Yeah, yeah, July. Yeah, yeah no, I'll be definitely getting it. I really like the, the discs. I thought they were pretty cute. Yeah. Like, I really like when they do colors on discs and don't just leave them as quite boring. They When they actually do something with the discs, it, it just makes me happy. Yeah, I, I'm kind of torn because I kind of like the basic and clean, but I do think it works well to have Agumon on it. Mm. And, I don't know, I really like the release. There's a handful of issues, most of which are probably weird licensing things, but I, I feel like we probably weren't expecting as nice a disc as it looks like we've got it. Mm. It looks like a lot of care went into uh, releasing this. Yeah. Really, the only complaints I had, and I think I go over them all the second time towards the end, was was stuff like what did happen to the 5.1 audio for the Japanese track. 
I I feel like had Shout been given it, they probably would have used it. So I'm guessing mm. they weren't given it. And the main issue still is, is I'd really like like the company's got to have to do what Toei says. We we all know that, and that's sort of always been the catch twenty two with the brand. Mm. Is Toei is Toei, and the subtitles are Toei. <laughs> it, I'm. I uh, I I know you know what I mean, but for those who don't, Toei is very strange in how they do things. And I I don't know the, the subtitles are roughly the same as Crunchyroll. I mean, what do you think of the subtitles overall, May? Um, I thought it was interesting. Like the the main thing I remember is that I found it interesting that we use the uh, D- Digimon's like to, to be multiple Digimon is Digimon's and. And I feel like I had a lot of arguments about that when I was a kid about what was the the correct form of multiple Digimon and the the, the sub says Digimons. So I I want to say around Cross Wars is when they kind of started doing that more consistently. Yeah, but they wrote it with like a like a Z in the in the romanization. It was you know Starmons with a Z, and I was kind of like what. <laughs> but yeah, I just wish that like I just wish they the subtitles were a bit more consistent is my only thing. Like, they use the Japanese names, they, you know, add in, you know, the, the suffixes, mm. you know, kun, chan, blah. But, then, like, you don't have Hikari calling him Oni-chan in the subs. Yeah. For whatever yeah. for whatever reason, Toei will not let that show up, or even translate it into something like Big Brother. Mm. Well, a lot of uh, subs they they tend to use Onichan and in this in the, the official subtitles because I think they just assume that the viewer will know what it means. Oh, but that but that's what I mean. They don't use Onichan. They don't translate it to Big Brother. They just change it to Tai Chi. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's quite strange. Yeah. Or they use they use all the Japanese names in general minus like I I can understand using Biomon instead of Piomon because it's basically the same thing. But then there's Gatomon, isn't yeah, there? Instead that, yeah, of uh, Tailmon. That's the one. They've always been very consistent calling her Gatomon for some reason, and I don't know why. But yeah, it, it, it is a good release. Um, I'm guessing most people are probably going to pick it up. If you have the time and the inclination, read my very, very giant review where if there's something on the disc that I did not go over, I would be surprised because I put in way too much effort to this. Mm, it's very thorough. Good. Yeah. Now, on to actual news. Uh, first up, we have more details for Hacker's Memory because of uh, Garm translated some details from an interview with producer Habu. And he went over how long the game's going to be. Which I like because that's been one of the things people have kind of been freaking out about. Do you know what I mean? Um, I haven't actually gotten around to reading the, the interview yet. Yeah, People have been kind of worried that it's sort of just going to be like um, Cyber Sleuth with point one, you know, you know, just like that it's Cyber Sleuth with a couple more hours of content. Yeah. He, he's referring it to that if you treat um, the first game as 1.0 and a completely new game as 2.0, Hacker's Memory is about 1.7 or 1.8. Okay. Um. The thing, and he he went over, you know, like player surveys and stuff. The thing that interested him the most, most 
people who played it played for 99 hours or more. Yeah, I can say that. Yeah. Uh, his, his next comment was kind of strange, though, and thus far everyone seems to actually disagree with him on it. He says that when Cyber Sleuth was first sold overseas, you know, so to, to me, to you, to other countries, mm. uh, media and reviews remarked, why does Japan still make turn-based games? No one really complained about it being turn-based that I'm aware of. Mm, no, I, it, I don't there, there were, anyone did. There were some complaints that it was too basic of a turn-based system, but not that it was turn-based. Too much blue. <laughs> well, that, that's not going to stop. Everyone's wearing blue in Hacker's memory. Yeah, there's so much. I was like, maybe they'll have less blue, and nope, the, the protagonist is wearing blue, the the girl is wearing blue. blue, we're all wearing blue. Yeah, And he also talked about how they decided on um, the starter Digimon for Hacker's Memory. Basically, they decided that since they were sort of marketing the character not as a hero, they they sort of went for Digimon that left strong impressions on people, but don't generally see the spotlight as the big hero characters. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I mean that that's not quite true with Tentomon, but even he his big hero moment was only last year, really. Mm, yeah, he wasn't really you know one of the big yeah. Digimon that you think of. You know, you think of Gabumon and Agumon, but you don't, yeah, you don't and really Pat- think of Tentomon. He's one of yeah. the the side ones. Yeah, he's a good choice. But but then he goes. They considered Gomamon and Impmon as well. I assume Tentomon got the slot that Gomamon was fighting for, and I'm mm-hmm. not and I'm not sure where Impmon would have gone because that sort of goes against his. They're not going for recognizable ones. Yeah, and I feel like Ipmon's quite a recognizable ones, especially with fans. Yeah, well, of course that could have been why he's not in it though. Yeah. Um. You know, then they talk about Hudi a bit more, which is the hacker group the main character joins. And th- that's mostly it with it. But he he, the one issue I have with Habu interviews. I mean, have you ever read interviews with him before? Uh, isn't he quite a, a little bit eccentric, or am I thinking of someone else? Yeah, he's very eccentric, and he's very hyperbolic. So, like, every interview has some big statement which people take super literally. So, you get the, um, he can't reveal if there'll be any new Digimon, but there'll be something that will shock fans in store. It's like, <laughs> that that's basically been every Digimon thing that exists. There's something that shock fans. Yeah, but I feel like every game producer has always said, oh, you know, this something in this game will shock the, the yeah. players. So I'm pretty sure yeah. it's like pr- yeah. a pretty standard thing to yeah, say. Yeah, that's basically his job. Um, so uh, that's it for Hacker's Memory for now. It feels like we're going to get the floodgates of Hacker's Memory soon, though. Yeah. Um, you like Cyber Sleuth, so you're looking forward to this? Yeah, oh no, I, I love Cyber Sleuth. Um, I also found it was amazing, like, the real-world geography is, like, just to go, you can go to these places <laughs> yeah. in real life. And I went to Nakano Broadway, and I knew my way around because I got lost in the game a lot, so, I, I no, wa- it's great. I want to like Cyber Sleuth, the problem is, is I can't get past remembering playing the DS games, and playing it feels like it's the DS games with just nicer graphics, and I just can't get past that myself. I feel like it's a lot more enjoyable than the DS games, but that's just my personal opinion. It, it, it's not that it's less enjoyable, it's that I can't get past it, mentally. Ah. It feels like I'm playing the same game, but prettier, and I burned out on those games hard. So, past Hacker's memory, we're getting new Gashapon toys. Yay. And, wow, they're based, I mean, 
it's neat. Their ba- uh, the the twentieth anniversary Gashapon are going to be based on the original uh, v, you know V Pet artwork designs by Kenji mm. Watanabe, and they're saying that these are version slash series one point So we're getting Agumon, Betamon, Numamon, and Monzemon for three hundred yen each, and they're already selling them on some or pre-ordering them on some online stores. Yeah, I believe Hobbylink Japan. I just uh, got yeah. a pre-order the other day from Hobbylink Japan, so uh, I'm I've, I've hopefully going to yeah. get one of each. Yeah, they. Uh, I would say because I think that's actually a retail case. I think it said it's come, it comes with eight, though. Maybe yeah. it's just a uh, tentative yeah. thing, but it, it yeah. said it came with eight. But yeah, yeah. T- it could it, be tentative. Yeah, and, and knowing Hobbylink Japan, there's probably the little um, asterisk that says you're not guaranteed to get them all. Yeah, no, that that's on yeah, all yeah. of the blind bag things, even if it's just a re- retail box, and sometimes yeah. it says, you know, it's actually a 100% blind bag, and you get doubles. But yeah, these look really nice, especially for what's roughly $3. Yeah, they look good. Now, do you think they're just showing us the prototypes, or do you think they're actually going to be unpainted? Uh, I thought that those were the prototypes, but in you, they could just be small like single color figures maybe they're in different colors i'm not sure yeah. i hope that they're uh these are just the prototypes and we get some nice colors but yeah I mean, who knows quite small, aren't they? uh they're about 1.5 to 1.75 inches and you know they're three to... the problem is, is the three dollars each it's hard to really guess what they're gonna be for their final mm. look but i don't know i like these they're out in august and the name suggests that we'll get more mm. hopefully adramon yeah. Uh, past that, we have more 20th anniversary crap. Which is and, killing me. Yeah. Uh, so first up, we finally have good images of the 20th, the second wave of 20th anniversary V-Pets. And wow, do these look much nicer than they did in V-Jump. Oh, most certainly. I, 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 they looked like they just had some weird skin put well, on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like when we all saw the V-Jump, everyone was sort of like, they, the, the colors are nice, but they look kind of trashy. Mm. And these look so good, and they match them up with Digimon reasonably well. Mm, no, so, definitely. I I want them so badly. So we have the Alphamon color, Zubamon, and Omegamon. Do you plan to try to get all three? Uh, well, I already have the the standard ones on pre-order, okay. but these ones, I don't know, it's like, I'm not sure... I, I, I think there might be exclusive things. I remember reading something about... Uh, they aren't telling us for these three. And that's and, so annoying. And, fra- and, and, fr- might... and frankly, am I wrong, or have they been kind of unclear on how much, if there's really exclusive stuff on the originals or not? Yeah, no, they've just sort of been a bit iffy with that. They told us, you know, what Digimon to expect, but they haven't said, yeah. you know, will be, there be any version differences. Well, like, they sort of have suggested the anime the anime Agumon Gabumon would be version-specific, but I'm not 100% sure that they've actually said it. I think they've suggested it, though. I also read something that it was that each version has a different-looking Digitama. Okay, that would make sense. Um, but the other thing is... is each one of these comes with a shikishi board by Kenji Watanabe with new artwork. Ooh. And they had that on display at um, the museum exhibition, and they had the V-Pets on display there also. Did you see that image? Uh, no, I think I must have missed that. I'll have uh, to... Scroll to the bottom of the link. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, I've, I've yeah. seen that. Wow. I mean, oh, no, I really want them. I mean, in real life, they look better than the renders, even. Oh, definitely. I and, mean, they, they come out on my birthday, so I'm, I might, maybe I'll be able to uh, 
to get them. <laughs> I do feel like the cruel thing is, is that the three shikishi boards actually fit together to make a bigger image. Yeah, no, I... I That's a bit cruel. And yeah. the thing that it seems like everyone either really... Now, everyone either hates this or loves this. The 15th anniversary Digivices are back. Yeah, again. Yeah, I mean... It's hard to complain because everyone has sort of wanted them to show up again for people, you know, because a lot of people didn't get them. Mm. Uh, there's a bit of heads up this time, and they're they look the physical look is largely the same as last time, but they've touched up the designs a little bit, like adding in um, the Digicode. Mm. Do the new Digimon really matter to you? Oh, the uh, the Skull Greymon and the Blackwall Greymon and the yeah. Darkness versions, yeah. Um, I know I didn't actually get the uh, the first wave of the 15th anniversary ones. I, I've got the anime color ones, but when these ones originally came out uh, a couple of years ago, I was at university and had no money, so I didn't get them. So yeah. I might actually get these. And the uh, Blackwall Greymon's kind of like, ooh, I like Blackwall Greymon. <laughs> I like him too, it just there's no real relevance to adventure, though. Yeah, because, I mean, Skull Greymon was there, and that's... Yeah, like, yeah, I guess so. Um, so I think this I think this does answer a long-standing question of people going, well, why do people think adventure is more popular than Tamers in Japan? Maybe it's the one with the, go the most nostalgia blindness and goggles, maybe? Well, I mean in the sense of people really seem to think that once Tamers Anniversary came out that it would just blow everything away in products... And it it kind of hasn't. Mm. Um, like, people are sort of still waiting for if there will be a third D-Arc. Yeah, people are now waiting for, uh, you know, the D-Scanner yeah. of re-release. Yeah, the fr I really do hope they do it. I mean, it'd be kind of sad if they didn't. Who cares about Frontier? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I think... Although Frontier had a lot of weird stuff on the 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 actual Digivice toys, so hopefully they figure something out there. Yeah, because it wasn't a pedometer, it was a barcode scanner. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be nice if they do that, and... Wow, the... I mean, the... The the, the 20th V-Pets are priced really good. Mmm. The, fi yeah, the 50th anniversary Digivices are as insane as they've always been. I mean, I understand why they're that price, but it doesn't change that it's insane. Mmm. I mean, basically $100 each. And even more because Australia, lol. Yeah. Um, that's it for the basic Digimon news, and now we have a bunch of Atmon news, almost all of which has been in the last two days. Yeah. So, uh, did you get the first Atmon DVD box? Yes, I did. It's, it is stunning. It's beautiful. I, yeah, I it, love it. It, it is a shockingly good box, especially from Toei. There's really only one thing they could have done to improve it for me. Oh? Blu-ray. Yeah, I, I was, uh, when the DVD was announced, I actually kind of waited before I pre-ordered, because I was kind of like, oh, but what about a Blu-ray? Like, a Blu-ray I'm able to actually watch without getting a, uh, a region-free DVD player, but I can't actually watch the uh, Atmon DVD because I don't own a region-free DVD player. Ouch. Yeah, the D the DVDs are nice, and everything's fine. I just wish they would have done Blu-ray. Mm. But now that we're a month past that, we're starting to get information about Box 2. Um, uh, it's out J July 4th, which we knew before Box 1 came out, which was nice. Mm. Um, Toei announced their store exclusive, which 
Oh my god, does this look nice. Well, the little necklace? Yeah, it's a little acrylic keychain thing. If you buy from the Toei store, you get it for for free. But there is one weird thing about it. Oh? The box only goes up to episode 25. Oh, and Yujin wouldn't be there. That's no. a huge spoiler. Yeah, Yujin's not there, Othman's not there. I mean, it's a nice keychain, but it has nothing to do with the set. Um, the Amazon Japan exclusive um, is horrible. You get voucher sheet 2 of 4 for a poster. Oh. Yeah. Normally I try to get the exclusive so I can try to archive them. Not getting those. Mm, that seems a bit difficult. Yeah. Um, the, the disc contents themselves, it's, like I said, episodes 14 through 25... Um, it looks like the only extra is going to be a clean version of uh, Ending 2, which is I by Amy Wajima. And Kenichi Onuka is going to do artwork in a slipcover again. Ooh. And hopefully we get the art soon. I... Who do you think is going to be on the cover of this one? Uh, probably off one. No, um, maybe Dokamon? Like my, if we're doing, you know, yeah, kind of beach. Yeah, my guess is Dokemon, and they're going to use the bl- the blue foil. Mm. I tried to scan that thing, but holy crap, that thing does not like to be scanned. It's so shiny. Well, it, it's super shiny foil. The black is all glossy. And I, I know a material I can use to diffuse it, but man, it, it is like, it is a completely different material than I think we've ever gotten for Digimon packaging. Yeah. And but it's a good set. Not only that, they're really affordable sets, too. I mean, as far as importing crap goes. Still there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, just check. But yeah, so DVD box twos in July. And uh, then we got a bunch of Atmon news that literally just popped up in the last day and a half. Um... Atmon finally has an insert song. Yay! I'm so I've been waiting for an insert yeah. song for so long. I just I'm, I'm I can't wait to buy this. Yeah, but the weird thing is, is based on how you count it, it could be the first insert song, it could be the second, or it could be the third. Mm. It's very odd because every, we all sort of agree it's the first insert song, right? Yeah. But. And thank you, Stevie, for reminding me. I've been forgetting to go through the images. <laughs> I get so distracted with talking, I actually forget to do, do them. Because I'm still getting used to doing them. Whoops. So I'm flipping through them all slowly as we get up to date. And then hopefully I will stay up to date past that. Um, so Be My Light first aired in Atmon yesterday. And it's by Simaji, who does the current intro. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I, I listened to it. It's a good song. I think I need to hear the rest of it, though, because it was kind of short. And they're including it on the um, the CD for Gatchen. Oh, I think I have a pre-order for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to be included. But... Because Japanese CDs always kind of have to screw us, they're playing around with the track lists. 
So there's the normal and the limited edition. The normal one includes Gachan, Be My Light, which is the um, insert song. Uh, another song called Midnight Smile. And the normal version has Gachan Karaoke. And the limited has the karaoke of Be My Light. That is so weird that they do that. At, at least this isn't quite as bad as, like, I remember, uh, I think it was the first Atmon opening and the first um, ending. Oh, yeah, they came with the, the first opening came on, like, four, like, different types of versions. Yes, it was, like, insane. Um... Yeah, I need to hear the full version before I can fully judge it, but I do love that cover art. Hmm. Oh, but the one thing that, uh, I mean, the, the limited version is amazing, but the one thing about the regular version is that I feel like Haru's Apple driver is weirdly shaped and sized. It just looks a lot bigger than it is in the show. Yeah, they, they seem to do that in focus drawings, where they'll size it wider. Hmm. I... I but yeah, it, it it looks nice. It just doesn't quite match the show. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's not as bad as that. Uh, I believe it's one of the the CDs with all the seasons of Digimon's different songs, like evolution songs, and the it's like a best of, and I it has all the the Goggle Boys with their Digivices out. But they're all trying to make them the same size as each other and the same shape. Oh, I know. So some of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I know the one you're thinking of. It's like vertically oriented and it has Omega Mon in the middle. Yeah, yeah, no, that one. It is so weird because I think like you know the D arc is squished and oh, it's just really awkward. Yeah, th- th- they really like to have everything match, even when they kind of can't. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's it for the music, and then. Atmon was featured on another TV Tokyo series, Jump Undercover Mission Police. I've never heard of this before, but it looks so cute. Yeah, it, it's kind of like a um, it, it's like a variety show where they go over different franchises that appear in Jump magazines. Ah. Um, and they had um Haru's actor Yumi Uchi Uchiyama there, and uh, Yujin's actor Makoto Furukawa, and they were both dressed like Haru. Yeah, no, I, I saw the, the oh. pictures of that, and I thought that was really cute. Yeah, that was cute, and that was great. And, um, you know, they went over various Atmon stuff, but the big thing, which they actually kind of timed it to release on the uh, one of the official Atmon sites at roughly the same time, was information on the fourth series of uh, Atmon Data Cardass. Yeah. We get the god grades and more. I I don't know why I wasn't kind of I wasn't really expecting Digimon to show up again. Hmm. So that that kind of surprised me because we're we're getting the god grades and they tease Gaiamon. They're doing new cards of um, Agumon, Gabumon, WarGreymon, and Metal Garumon, which they've already shown off. And then they tease Black Agumon. Um, Black Gabumon, Black Metal Gurumon, and Black War Greymon, with silhouettes of Patamon and um, Tailmon. But on the show, they actually ended up playing with Tailmon, who looks kind of chunky. Yeah, no, she looks a little bit weirdly shaped and a bit sort of squished down, it looks like. See, I I wish I knew more about the hardware board, because I know a few years ago... They were still using Pentium 4s in the Cardass arcade boards. Ah, that's so, interesting. 
So I sort of wonder if they're still using, you know, PS2 era graphics and stuff. Because it sort of looks like the model from the uh, Savers game. Mm, mm. So I'm sort of wondering if they sort of just squish that model into it. Maybe. I mean, like, it's it's easier that way, I guess. Yeah. Rip the existing assets. Yeah. Uh, and now everyone, everyone's sort of arguing over who is that, who's Telmon going to evolve into, if anyone. I think we can probably safely say it will just be Angelmon and no one else. Yeah, and maybe for the ultimate we'll get Ophanimon to tie into the latest try movie, or maybe Ophanimon fall-down mode? Possibly. I wouldn't be shocked if she only evolves up one level, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's very very strange to have the stuff show up on another show, and then they timed it to release everything at the same time. Mm. And we'll see more cards in the next week or so, and I don't know, I, I, I know they're not going to. I would like to see a few more eclectic choices. Mm, I know, I, I can't wait to, to get this box, because I have it on pre-order. But uh, if I open Blackwall Greymon, I'm going to give it to Jay, because he hates Blackwall Greymon. <laughs> yeah, um, and I expect we'll see a card for Omegamon Zwart. Because mm. he actually showed up in Series 3, but he didn't have a card. Mm. You know, it makes sense with uh, Blackwall Greymon and Black Metal Garurumon showing yeah. up. Yeah, and now we're to the last bit of Atmon news. Um, both Atmon and Try got new images in uh, the June Animedia, and I think this is the first time when everyone generally seems to like both images. I think it's because we're not having, you know, girls in bikinis or girls in maid costumes. It's just girls in their sport uniform, and yeah. I think a lot of people really like that. Yeah, I... I... I like that too. Although I've seen some odd complaints of claiming um, eyes being sexualized, and and I don't really think so in that image. No, not particularly. I mean, you don't see her bust. I mean, you see a little bit of midriff, but that's it'll be it'll be weird yeah. not to in the position she's in. Yeah. I think it's it's all right. Like it's it's fine. Yeah, I like everything about both images, but is like is Mimi's chin kind of weird? Oh, like you mention it. Like like her face is kind of like stretched out, sort of. Yeah, like it's they had to put it on the page, but they ran out of space, yeah. kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, but like I, I like for some reason my favorite part of these images is Gatchmon um, imitating Haru. Yeah, I love Gatchmon so much. Yeah, I like whenever we have the partners who are very have their own personalities in how they do stuff. Mm. Yeah, but um. I don't know why, but I feel like the Atmon art overall... Does it feel like this is the nicest piece of Atmon art we have so far, for some reason? Yeah, I just I find it really, you know, clear, and it's clean, and it's it's cute, and it just, I, I like it. I mean, yeah. I like everything that has Atmon on it. Atmon's so cute. No, no, I, I agree, but for some reason, this picture is just... It's very appealing. Mm, and I'm not, a, I'm not 100% sure why, just everything about it, like, the composition's good, the colors are really good. There, there's, you know, it's sort of like when I was saying uh, Mimi's chin, or even the way they drew Piomon. Those are mm. kind of off, but it's still a nice picture. Everything in the Atmon image is, like, perfect. Yeah, it's very well balanced. Yeah. Like, it's it's not, like, you know, too too much on the top, too much on the bottom. It's it's very, you know, in the center, and it's very nice yeah. to look at. It's the type of thing that I would I would like a print of that to, to you know, hang. Hmm. Um, and, you know, they've teased some Atmon stuff, and some people were 
I'm not going to go over spoilers, but some people were worried what would happen to a character in episode 32. I'll let everyone... I haven't seen episode... I haven't seen that yet, so... N- neither have I, um, but, yeah. So I'm not going to go over potential spoilers, but, you know, the artwork's all very good. Um, and we get to move on to a bunch of Chinas, just bunch of stuff. First one is, is, um... We're going to get Tri merchandise in the USA, and I believe a few of these companies have announced some of, some of the uh, adventure stuff will be coming to Australia. Yay! Cause That's I, exciting. Because I, I think I saw Zag say that their stuff was going to start showing up in Australia. Yeah, I had it. I got a message and then from uh, from Alecmon on Tumblr, uh, Lizmat, and I I shared that. On everyone was like, "Yay! Look, Dome's Dome's toys, and yay! Yeah. It's exciting. I'm, so, I'm gonna buy them all." Yeah. So ho- hopefully the try stuff will also. Um, there's uh, BioWorld's gonna be doing apparel for try. We're gonna get three different companies doing try collectible toys. Oh. Uh, do Do you get the feeling that in a year we're gonna be sick of this stuff? Yeah, but my my main issue is sometimes with like when we get over merchandise into you know the the English speaking world and some sometimes the quality drops a bit. We'll see. Hope hopefully the fact that everything's being done by different companies will help allay that because no company will be pushing too much. Hmm. Um. So for collectible toys, we have Zag Toys, who's did the plushies and the domes. We have Tech for Kids and Just Toys. And then there will be a then a company named Squishable will be doing plushies. So hopefully we get some nice plush toys. Who would you want most? Uh, out of all the plush toys, I really I've always loved Palmon, so I would like some Palmon stuff. I I would too, but it kind of feels like Palmon would be sort of down the list. Yeah, no, it's it, well, I I also really like Agumon, which is. An easy Digimon to like because that's the oh, one that you always know that there's going to be stuff of. Yeah, you get you. Ev- Agumon gets everything. Everyone else gets nothing. Actually, I would kind of hope that maybe they release some Hackmon plushies because we don't really have much of Hackmon, and he seems to be like quite a big character in Tri Sword. He's got some mystery behind him, so maybe just a little Hackmon plushie would be nice. As long as the the hoodie can come on and off. Yeah, no, that'd be adorable. Yeah. Um, then in addition to that, Toei is going to be, li- you know, showing their various brands at the upcoming licensing expo. Who, a lot of people want to know if we should expect news from that, and the truth is, is I don't know. Uh, we're more likely to get news accidentally than any actual announcement. Mm. Uh, sort of like when um, at the New York Toy Fair, Playmates had a bunch of Voltron stuff on display. Including talking about the show running for six seasons, which no one knew. Oh, wow. So we're more likely to get accidental announcements or something like, you know, like maybe an Atmon poster and it talking about it coming this fall. Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah, we're more likely to get a company just having something on display than, you know, a big announcement and everything. But, yeah. you know, we can hope. And hopefully we don't get that horrible English logo. Of the the of Digimon Adventure Try. No, of Atmon. That ink- oh yeah, the one that was that went that went around a couple of months ago. Yeah, that was for um. I don't remember the li- but it was another licensing show. Um, Japanese companies always make English versions of the logos for these shows, 
Mm-hmm. And luckily, we rarely get them. Because... Yeah, the, I, I, sorry, I go ahead. forgot that that existed. I'm sorry. I forgot the Atmon logo existed, actually. It, it's such a messy clutter... I mean, it's not meant to really be used for the show. Mm. It's meant for just, you know, marketing to other companies to get them involved. But I, 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 it's sort of like, a, what was it, the Fusion Battles logo. Oh my gosh, I remember going crazy over that title. Where, I was like, that is the worst title. Well, because Fusion Battles, Cross Wars. Mm. That, that was the entire logic, and of course the logo is meant to look like an, an English version of the Cross Wars logo. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, let's get a good title, a good logo. Let's get it dubbed. Make it exclusive to Netflix so we all get it at the same time. Mm. So that's about it for the licensing stuff. Um, But the UK gets their Blu-ray about a week after the US does, and they get art cards. And on their Twitter, Manga UK has shown off the art cards. Ooh. Um, and, you know, they get different packaging also. And they've waited a very long time for this. Mm. Because the UK doesn't get stuff at a good schedule. And because of the licensing restrictions for Tribe, they've put, the, the day's been pushed back two or three times. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I noticed that. Because to get access to the dub, they have to act as a sub-licensor. A sub-licensee. Mm. So, no, I don't believe there'll be any more delays at this point, because it's only nine days away. Imagine if it got delayed like a year. Like, the, uh, uh, you know, May 21st. May 21st, 2018. Try yep. part one. Of the, yeah. Um, yeah, I expect the release will be largely similar to theirs. We have some information of differences, but I think we'll wait until it's out to confirm what differences there actually are. Um, at least a few people who, you know, had screeners reported that they actually used some odd combination of the New English dub theme in Butterfly. Oh. So, we'll see. Steve, St- Stevie has commented that he doesn't want any more delays. Yeah, I, I wouldn't either. Yeah. And some big news. Try Part 2 has been announced for the U.S., so, hopefully, hopefully now that stuff is licensed, we're going to get everything at a good clip. Um, we're getting in August. We expect it to be the same as part one. No announcement for the UK or Australia yet, though. Mm, and is there? There's, there's no movie for it this time. It's just the DVD. They aren't saying at the moment. Toei is giving that response. You know that response when companies don't want to say yes or no, even though yeah, it's they sort pr- of like a shrug. Yeah, it's sort of like. Well, we're having discussions, but it's like, okay, so you don't, you either don't know or you do know and you just don't want to announce yes or no at the moment. Mm. So, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they did it more like um, a few of the direct-to-video uh, DC animated films where it gets a one-night theatrical release maybe a week or two before home video. Rather than it being, an ex- you know, one-night months earlier, and then four-walling it. Because the four-walling was the stupidest thing they did for part one. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they were basically renting out the- a few small theaters to have it on screens to say that they had a normal release. 
And there's just no reason to do that. The next... Okay. Tries getting a stage play. I, I wish I could say it. I wish I could go, I could go yeah, to Japan it, again to say it. Yeah, it's what, like... Sometimes these get DVDs. I, I don't... It's hard to comment when we don't... When we know so little. And chances are, we will never see it. But it's called, um... Super Evolution Stage Digimon Adventure Try the August 1st Adventure. It's running from August 5th to the 13th. They're telling us it's a try side story. And at the moment, that's about all all we know. Mm, I hope they release it on DVD later. Like I'm pretty sure that's that they did that for the Sailor Moon stage plays if I recall correctly. Yeah, um we don't know how long it is. I mean, what, an hour and a half at most, probably? Mm. Uh, do, do you have any idea how long the Sailor Moon ones were? Uh, no. Um, actually, I, I think they were maybe, yeah, I think an hour and a half in memory, yeah. but I don't actually remember. The one thing that I remember is I believe Ikeda is in the stage plays often, so I'm sort of wondering if he might end up being Joe in it. That'd be so cool. Um, but yeah, chances are none of us are ever going to see this. That's sad. But we but can I'd hope. really like to see a stage But play. we can hope, because we did get a home video, because of the home video release of uh, Digifest, we did get the audio play. Mm. So we can hope. Um, I just, uh, it's so short, I don't know, it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, it's something... That is either going to be very good or very bad, and chances are we're just not going to know, and that annoys the hell out of me. Oh, me too. Yeah. Now, next up is good news for Australia. Yay! It's exciting. You you guys get Tamers, finally. Finally, I've waited so long. Yeah, Yeah. your guys' release has been sort of a pseudo-clusterfuck, as I recall. Oh, no, definitely, and I've been... uh... I, I tweeted at Madman maybe a year ago, and they said, yeah, we have the rights. We have no plans. We don't know. And okay. I was like, that's really sad. Okay, because if I remember, and you'll know this better than me, just tell me if I'm sort of close. They announced Adventure in 2011? Somewhere around um, there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I feel like it came out maybe 2012, yeah. I think. And then your release had, it looked like they were just quickie pal conversions of, like, Studio of um, network tapes. Yeah, I think yeah they came out in collection discs first, and then they yeah. came out as a full box set. Yeah, and I, but yeah, and to and Madman basically went. Toei has literally told us that this is all they have for Digimon. We can't do anything else. Mm-hmm, Qual- something like that. And yeah. like right after it came out, then um, that's when uh, the American DVDs were announced, where they found better tapes. And then I want to say our version of Season 2 came out before your guys' did, and then you guys finally did get O2. Yeah, and uh, the, the my complaint about the Zero Two one is that at the start of the first episode of Zero Two, there's sort of like this, where yeah. are they now thing. Oh, yeah. They, that's that, not on the DVD. Yeah, that, that's not on ours either. That's so strange, because I was really looking forward to watching that when I was going through uh, for the podcast, and it wasn't there. And I was like, why? Yeah, I... I remember knowing an ex- a reasonable explanation for it, but I can't remember it anymore. Um, 
but you guys are finally getting tamers, and hopefully that means you guys will get more. Yeah, hopefully. Um, but yeah, you guys get tamers in August, and the stand-in art they're using is a cropped version of our cover with art not final stamped on it. Mm. Can, can someone please take this logo away from them? Mm. Like, I, I, That's my stock. I don't like the in these because I want to say they were used in uh, Hong Kong. I yeah. don't like the stock English show logos for Tamers and Frontier. They don't work well. They look horrible. They look. It looks like a bootleg. Yeah, I just like. Why? Why not just like? Because um, they they want to keep that floaty design, sharp thing underneath. With the lightning mm, bolt. Oh. Just like blank out the color and put in pictures of the Digimon or something. Because it just saying Digimon with the title on top just does not work in English. Mm. So, yeah. But hopefully then, you know, Frontier, Data Squad will follow up for you guys. I think Data Squad is actually already on DVD. It's just hard to find. It's on uh, four separate collections. And collection one and two are really easy to find. But three and four are like impossible. That's how it started out here when Data Squad was still new. But I think the company stopped after Box 2. Mm. And then later we got the full season box from a different company. Yeah. But that that's it for your D- Australian DVD news. Yep. Um, no more Australian news. Digimon Adventure the Real World. Um, it opened. It I look- wish I was there. It looks neat. And it literally closes hours after we're recording, I believe. Aww. Um, we we found photos of it, you know, from previews and stuff like that, and it it both looks cheap and very fun. Mm. Like it, it's both. I love the display of all the different, you know, all the different V pets and games and stuff. Mm. Like that's neat, and you know, it. They even have some of the more eclectic ones that'd be easy to forget about. You know, they have the uh, like a big uh date thing up top. Mm. Well, I I just really like the uh, the Puppetmon corner with the uh, the big dice and it's sort of like that uh, the episode playing games and there's a little Patamon and there's a Floramon. Yeah. I just, that's my favorite part. Yeah. No, I think they did a good job and hopefully we'll see more of this type of thing. Mm. And and um, a bunch of direct, director uh, Kakuto took a bunch of photos and in more than a few of them he specifically took photos where you can see no photo signs. <laughs> so I, I'm sitting here kind of thinking, because, you know, it was during um, a more private walkthrough before it officially opened. I'm sort mm. of wondering, you know, was he allowed to, or was he sort of just like, what are they going to do, throw me out? I'm the one who directed the whole thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but, um, you know, and uh, I went over the products last time with Stevie. Those, there's been lots of sellout notices on Twitter. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, in the last day or two, they've basically been going, this item's sold out and we will not be getting any more. Sorry. I just really want that water bottle. Yeah, the everyone really likes these water bottles. And, they, they I mean, they look nice. I mean, there's eight of them, but... They look nice, I mean, though. The hats look good. And all the postcards, holy jeez. So many. I mean, have you, have you seen the pictures of the displays? Yeah, I, I kind of like them. So do I, but it's like, I, I can't even, uh, like, we're talking like thousands of them sitting there. Mm, like the 
Yeah, and they're, they're not going to sell out on that, I guess. Uh, no, they had sell-out notices for those, too. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. That's really good. Well, I mean, they're doing well. Well, the prices for them were really cheap for the postcards. It was like a dollar fifty, maybe. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's closing tomorrow. And, well, tomorrow for me, for you, I believe it's the 14th already. Yeah, it's uh, it's the 14th, yeah. And I believe it's the 14th for Japan. Um, I don't know. I feel like this has done well, and I wouldn't be shocked to see it show up somewhere else par- slightly modified. Ooh, the water bottle's on eBay. I'm going to buy that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just, just, j- just make sure you get the character you want. Uh, I just... um. Yeah, it has Algamon on. It's the only one, so I'm just, I'm just gonna buy it. <laughs> um, I I would check around Twitter because there are people who go there specifically to resell to people in other countries. So there may be some good prices around. Uh, I'll, I'll just buy this one. It's from a seller that I've used before. Okay, okay, that makes sense then. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So unfortunately, that's it for the real world. And you know, I. I mean, what do you think? Do you think we're gonna see this again? I would. I would really like to. Maybe they'll do it for each season. I I found the setups were really cute. I would have really really liked to go. See, it, I just really like how there's the photo spot areas and just these different nostalgia castles. It's, it's I, great. I don't think they do it for each season. I think they they could potentially add a corner for other seasons. Mm. But 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 like for example, I mean, do do you see them doing Digimon Frontier, the real world? In all honesty. Uh, well, to be fair, Digimon Frontier, one of the things that it has going for it is the world. Like, the digital world is actually pretty not terrible in fr- in Frontier, at least. Like, well, no, no, well no, I, no, no, no. I mean in the sense of building this type of exhibition for that specific show. Oh, no, definitely not. It, it, it wouldn't do as well as uh, yeah. Digimon Adventure. Yeah, like, at most I see them doing, you know, maybe having a Tamer's Corner, a Frontier Corner, that sort of thing. Yeah. And you, uh, and you can go to Shibuya. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that that and that could also be the Cyber Sleuth Corner, because mm. th- that was Shibuya, wasn't it? Uh, no, well, that Cyber Sleuth was everywhere. It was Nakano. It was oh yeah, Odaiba. It was, oh, it was uh, everywhere. Yeah, and Hacker's Memories Ikibukuro. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, then next up, it's just a s- small thing. Um, they added an extra gift for the real world at like the last week or so of it. Um, mm. They added a, I guess because they merchandise was selling out so quickly, they grabbed basically every Digimon CD they could find yeah. and put it there. And they tra- and they uh, had a bunch of a uh, butterfly strong version postcards that they gave for anyone who bought them. Mm. And I've always loved that cover art, but it's kind of weird because it doesn't have any relevance yeah, it's that was for the tenth anniversary of right? Yep. No, maybe no, t- no tenth anniversary okay. back in two thousand nine. Wow, I don't know if these were leftover postcards or if they just printed. I I don't. It's one of those things where I kind of wish I knew the story of how the hell this happened. I just feel like they were just going through their warehouses and saying, "Look, we we don't have any stock. We need to we need to get grab everything you can." Yes. Yeah. Um, so does that mean that? The real world event did well then. If they if they sold out a lot of their merch, it has to have, because that in theory is probably the real goal behind doing it. It's, yeah, it, so yeah. So maybe that means we will see more of it yeah. if 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 it do, if it did well and yeah. it gave them 
enough money, maybe they'll like, ooh, maybe we can make this like a well, well, I, thing that we pop up all the time. Well, well, I assume part of the reason why we got this was was the pop-up shops doing well. Because mm. there was the first pop-up shop, which had stuff. Then the second one had more stuff. Then the third one had even more stuff. And then they did the third one at another location. And while the third one was running, they did a mini pop-up shop somewhere else. Yeah. And they, they, we've had the two or three different cafes with drinks and merchandise. They've had two or three events at karaoke places. I'm so upset that when I went to Japan, I missed one by, like, a couple of days. Oh, which so one? It was upsetting. Um, I think it might have been the Halloween one. The one that was oh, okay. um, in September yeah. last year. And I was just, I was just so sad. I missed Try by, like, a week. And oh. I was, oh. Yeah, it, you... <laughs> Missing it by that. See, like, yeah, like, so it, like, like, if it were months difference, that's one thing. If you're missing it by days, yeah. And it was just, I was just, you know, looking at posters, and I was like, what could have been? Yeah. Um. And then on top of the the real postcards, um, the the cast events that were done from the um character song albums are finally starting to happen, and each one's having a can badge that's going to be sold not sold, be given away. Even if you're not there for the cast event, if you're buying Digimon CDs, um, it uses the limited edition version of the character album art. But mm. then the third badge has a new version, which looks amazing. Yeah, I, I, the blue one. Yeah, the, I mean, that, yeah, that I really looks like the blue. I mean, that looks fantastic. And it's basically anyone who spends 1,800 yen on any Digimon CD with the, the Feel Me brand label, which is basically one album. Mm. I mean, they they look nice. I mean, the blue, the blue one. I mean, are, do you think we're gonna get a dual CD re-release of this relatively soon with that cover art? I would say so. Now, like with the the blue art, no, I, I would say you know that that's sort of like the thing that make maybe in a month or so they'll release it and everyone will buy it who already has the uh, the regular version. Yeah, and, and everyone will see me ranting on Twitter about having to do it again. Yeah, and you'll have to scan it again. <laughs> um, and the Digimon music producer shared an actual photo of one of the badges, which he got a bit early because they only started coming out yesterday in Japan. Because mm. that's when the first event came. Um, and the printing on it's actually relatively nice. Yeah, no, it's a. Yeah, I'm just looking at the picture of the the badge now, and it's it's really quite nice, and it's and it's, they're big. The, and it's not scaled terribly, like it's it's scaled quite well and it yeah. fits, so I kind of want one, especially yeah. the blue one. Yeah, and it's uh they're three inches across, so they're actually rather large. And that one is not gonna the blue one that everyone kind of wants the blue one, it's gonna be June third at the animated in Ikihabara. Oh, so ba- so basically if you know anyone if anyone knows anyone in Japan in that area, push them to go get you one. Oh definitely, uh, well I can just, you know, bat my uh, my eye, my I can't, I cannot talk. Bat my eyebrow, eyebrows, bat my eyebrows, bat my eyelids at them and say, "Hey, my birthday is June 6th. <laughs> That'll work, right? Uh, pr- pos- depends on depends where your friends are. I don't have any friends. <laughs> that's my problem with stuff in Japan, also. Um, so that that's basically it for that. But now we had some neat news. Um. Digimon did really well in the NHK Best 100 Anime Poll. Mm. Um, Digimon Adventure ranked 18th. 
Um, that's in the overall ranking. In the male-only ranking, it was 35th. In the female-only ranking, it was tied for 25th with Evangelion. Um, and they that's also, yeah, and they also showed extended rankings, down to like 400th place, I believe. Um, our war game was 302, and nothing else Digimon was listed. Yeah, well, that, that's that's sort of understandable. Yeah. Um, I mean, oh. I, I think our war game's the best Digimon movie. Oh, it, yes, it is. Everyone's, a lot of people seem very surprised that Tamers didn't show up, but Tamers isn't, like, Tamers isn't, uh, I'm trying to think of a way to put this. It's not quite as good and mature as everyone seems to think it is. I mean, well, it's it's a we... it's a good show, but I mean the aspects that people ascribe to it don't necessarily fit in, especially universally. I mean, it it has problems, but I would I would probably say it's the best Digimon uh, series. But I do think it is very much like over exaggerated by how good it is by the fandom. It is, I mean, it is better than Zero Two. It's better than Frontier, but it's just. It, it's good, but it has it has its problems. See, I, I'd say it's better than Frontier. It's probably better than Zero Two, but I like Zero Two more. It is more enjoyable for me to watch Zero Two. Right. At least for me. Tamers kind of just feels kind of like a drag sometimes, to be honest. Um, director Kakudo commented you know, on Twitter about it, thanking everyone, and then Volcano Oda popped up. Um, oh, I love him so much. I do. Uh, he popped up responding to Kakudo going, wow, that's amazing. It is, it is. And, mm. I don't know, I, I I love Volcano Oda, and I like how in the last couple of years it seems like more American fans are aware of who he is. Because mm. he, he's one of those guys that, because he only popped up specifically for Japanese stuff, and, you know, his, he's not a director of a show, he's not a producer of a show, it seemed harder for people to understand who he was. Mm. Mine is just that he's the guy who shows up in American football gear to stuff. And didn't they uh, didn't they make a Digimon modeled after him? Didn't they make Volcamon? Yeah, and I then and he did the voice in Frontier, as I recall. Yeah, no, I I think that's about right. And then they did another. They they've done like two or three more Volcamons, though, as I recall. One or two more, I mean. Yeah, they did ancient ancient Volcamon and the one in yeah. Cross Wars, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is funny. And, of course, he's not with Bandai anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, And to celebrate the rankings, they showed our war game and the pre-series adventure movie on May 7th. And they had uh, an interview with uh, producer Seki Hiromi, who's still with the franchise today. And they mm. also had an anime critic, you know, explain why our war game and stuff, you know, is so well regarded. Which seems strange, and I kind of wish we had footage of that. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's neat. Um, the rankings are... Sa saying subjective wouldn't explain these rankings well enough, to be honest. Hmm. Um, but, like, Tiger and Bunny was number one. And then I think one of the Tiger and Bunny movies was number two. And then you have, I think, three or four different versions of Love Live. <laughs> well, there's so many, and Love Live's really popular, so... Yeah. But yeah, it is very much a ranking of stuff as anime fans today think of stuff in general. 
Mm. Um, I assume if I if we search list, we'd find Tom and Jerry somewhere. <laughs> and yeah, that's it for the ranking. But and the last bit of news we have is we have silhouettes from a Digivolving Spirit placard. And this is where all the Digimon Frontier fans started to cry because they heard the word Digivolving Spirits. Spirit, yes. Um, and because of the silhouettes, we can kind of, you know, everyone's sort of speculating on what it is, and we know very little, but we can guess quite a bit at this point, I think. Mm. I mean, I mean, what do you think this line is going to be? I think it might be just a remake of the Warp Evolving Agumon and... Wargreymon, and then we'll go through and do all the other ones. We'll do, we'll re-release the government Metal Gururumon one, and then they'll do the new warp evolutions that we've pr- just only seen in Tri so far, which is you know Palmon to Rosemon, Gomon to Vikemon, and all those, and that's pretty exciting. I I, I like Rosemon. See, I, I'm see that that's where I get torn because if they're doing re-releases, I don't see them doing new molds at all. But based on the silhouettes, I I want to say at least for the first one, it mm-hmm. looks like a very heavy remold of the old figure. I mean, I hope it's not as they're not as quite as awkward as the original ones. Like we don't just have Agumon's face as the the wings on yeah. uh, well, or Greymon. If you look at the silhouette, you can kind of see the arm thing mm. that the old figure did. But here's where I keep wondering about these. They label the War Greymon one specifically the War Greymon one, I mean, not the overall line, as being mm-hmm. from Adventure. Right. Does that, that seem strange to me when you consider, like, that they're using the crest symbols. So I keep sort of wondering, could it be more of a franchise thing, which, and they're just using each crest to represent one part of the brand? Or oh. something. Because, because if it's an Adventure line, why is War Greymon labeled as being from Adventure? Hmm. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that 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 makes sense. Why wouldn't it just be Digimon Adventure, Digivolving Spirits? Hmm. Yeah, I I don't know, but I want to see more, especially since Tam- um, Tamashi doesn't generally re-release figures that weren't Tamashi branded ones. Hmm. So that's quite I, interesting. So I, it it feels like the remolds, but I don't know because there's just too much we don't know. Uh, I mean, I mean. And, and the and of course the picture we have of War Greymon's head looks the body looks really nice, mm. and those old figures did not look that nice. Yeah, it looks almost like a, the quality of the D Arts one, really. Like with the, I'm not sure if, just, if they've just upped the quality just for that photo, but it just seems very, like, sort of metallic and nicely yeah. painted. Well, the other thing we have to wonder is is. Are, do those silhouettes have anything to do with the real figures, or are they just stock photos that they tossed on there? Yeah, that is also possible. Like, hey, you know, this is this yeah. is War Greymon. Yeah, it could easily be, you know, like uh, an updated War Greymon fig art, and it comes with an Agumon mini figure. Mm. And then they could do that for seven more, either you know from different lines or all from Adventure. But it is interesting that it doesn't say try on it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's basically all the news. Any any of those you want to go over a bit more? Not really. Uh, no, I, you've covered it pretty extensively. Okay. Now for the thing that you can cover, and um, you'll enjoy the image that that Lost made and I helped with a bit when it pops up. 
that will explain our up. topic to everyone. There we go. It, it has frozen on my phone, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> because it's upside down. That's funny. I like that. Oh, it's not only that. It, it's Hugh Jackman in Japan. Oh yeah. I'm not wearing my glasses, so yeah, that's fine. Um, so our sort of pseudo mini topic, full topic, however, depending on how long it takes, is May is going to explain. Hope you know. Hopefully, we have some Australian listeners who can benefit from this. How do you go about watching Digimon legally if you're in Australia? Right. So the uh, the first season is on Anime Lab. So that's Digimon Adventure. Um, I'm not sure if that's on yet. I don't actually have a an Anime Lab premium subscription. Yeah, I, I, th- I think they announced that, what, a month or two ago? Yeah. Okay, so it's either there or it's coming. So Anime Lab is owned by Madman, who have the rights in Australia. And then on Netflix, we have only the first season of Digimon Fusion. So that we don't, we, the second season hasn't actually come out to Australia because I maybe it didn't do as well. I heard that they released the toys here in 2014 along with the anime, but I never saw the toys, so I don't think it did particularly well. But yeah, so we only got Fusion in a quite a, maybe a year after America got it, and then we never got the second season, so we only have the first <laughs> one on Netflix. So oh, so, and that ends like basically on a cliffhanger. Yeah, it, uh, I mean, I've, I've watched it all in, uh, uh, the, you know, in Japanese, so I, I, you know, I'm not that sad, but imagine if you're just a kid who uh, watched it and then, you know, well, what happens next? Oh, I don't know. Um, but then we do have DVDs. Yeah. We have the, the first two seasons in a, in a really easy to access box set just from JB Hi-Fi, which is like our, the big DVD and music and electronics shop in Australia. Okay. There are also, you can get Fusion on DVD. They have, I think it's The Island and Forest is the first collection, and then the second collection, I can't remember what it is, but it's the second half of the first season. Okay. And then, but and that's also in stock, and they're about $10 each at uh, JB Hi-Fi, but, and that's the what you can buy at JB Hi-Fi at the moment. Uh, then we do have Data Squad, but it is, as I mentioned earlier, in four separate collections. And the first two are easy to find on eBay, but three and four I could not find. And then we have the Tamers DVD coming up, and then we have Try on Crunchyroll. And that's it! Okay, so you guys do get Try on Crunchyroll there. You're, you're yeah, not, no, we, we, okay, you're not in the dead man's zone that, like the UK is. No, no, we're, uh, we're very lucky that we're not like the UK. We get it the same time that the US gets it. Okay, which, good is three in the morning uh, the previous times it's released. So I haven't watched it until by it's a sensible hour. Okay. But yeah, we, know, we, we get it on uh, the first day so we don't have to do anything illegal, which is great. Yeah. Because I, I, yeah, it's it's nice not to have to do illegal things just to watch a thing. <laughs> yeah. And then in July, you guys get it on Blu-ray and DVD. Yep, which I've, I've, I already have... Uh, it on Blu-ray in Japanese, but I will definitely be picking it up because I I would really like to see the English dub. I've I've heard they've done a great job. No, that they really did. Now, um, has the Blu-ray and DVD for you guys actually been announced, or is it still just that everyone found it on the that business site from Madman? Yep, yep, yep. That's uh, that's it. I've uh, I've been checking the JB Hi-Fi web store daily just to to see if anything's popped up yet, and uh, no. 
No, no luck yet, but uh, believe okay. me, I will, uh, okay. I, so, I will let you know. So it's literally, we all know it's there. They have it in their business listings, but they have made basically no comment to it actually existing. Yeah, which is strange because the uh, Hacker's Memory, you can pre-order now on uh, on EB Games Australia, and that's coming out in 2018. So, And you can already pre-order it, but you can't have any information about the Tri DVD that's coming out in a couple of months. Yeah, that's odd. I-, I wonder if there's some sort of licensing thing where they can't say anything until the American disc is out for some reason. Maybe. 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 No, so I'd, I'd be interested to see in a couple of weeks once both the UK and yeah. America have theirs, if there's any movements in Australia or Mad just said, hey, look, we found the rights. <laughs> they were in our back pocket. And it's the same with Tamers, uh, that there's no listing on any uh website where you can get DVDs yet. Hmm. Yeah, I will definitely be uh, be picking the Tamers DVD up as well, because I, even though I already have the American one, it'd be nice to actually have a DVD I can watch. Now, uh, ign- ignoring the region issues, your guy, as far as I know, all of your guys' equipment works fine with NTSC, right? Nope. No? Um, like, well, we're PAL, so... I I I thought Australian stuff played NTSC stuff because Madman used to release NTSC format discs for you guys, didn't they? Uh, no, not exactly. They had uh, well, I know that Pioneer did some really weird like dual region discs that were region one and four. Like that's what my Serial Experiments Lane disc is. No, but but that would but that would that would just be NTSC format though. Uh, I don't know that. I'm, I don't think so, but may, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm yeah. not well versed in electronics and oh, okay. in that way. But okay. I, I wouldn't um, say so. Uh, okay. Uh, the the re the region code itself is different than the video encoding. Uh, as far as I know, most PAL equipment nowadays, at least, will play NTSC stuff, but NTSC oh, yeah. stuff won't play PAL. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's because of the frame rate, I believe. Yeah, sorry, I thought you meant the uh, the the region coding. No, uh, the the actual electronics will play. Yeah, sorry. Okay, yeah, because I remember it coming up like a decade ago that some people were upset that Madman wasn't converting stuff to PAL. They were leaving it NTSC, and they kept trying to explain, no, if we do this, it plays on your equipment fine, but it's also exactly what came out in Japan. And people were like, no, we want it to be PAL. Huh. Um... Yeah, so you guys will have part one. Hopefully they, hopefully part two gets announced because part two has sort of been announced. It's sort of in that zone where it basically the same as your guys' release of part one where it's there. We can all see it, mm. but it hasn't seemed to have been announced in general. Yeah, you know, it'd be very, very exciting because I really liked part two, so I hope that I mean, it'd be weird if they didn't, but I mean, I guess if part one doesn't do fantastically in Australia, maybe they won't, because they tend to do that. They tend to be very focused on how well something does, and then they release the next one accordingly. Maybe it'll only be okay. digital, and that's what happened with Cyber Sleuth. We didn't get a physical release because the All-Star Rumble game didn't do fantastically. Like, it ended up in bargain bins for like $2, okay. or pre-owned for like a dollar. And so, yeah, we just got Cybersleuth digitally, and then Cybersleuth did so well 
digitally than that they decided to actually release Next Order physically. And l- let me guess, Next Order is not doing well, so Australia is going to get hacker's memory digitally. Well, I just pre-ordered it uh, dig- uh, physically. Oh, okay, so, so, so you are getting it. Okay, that's good. Yeah, well, very much hopefully. Uh, so I, I do have a pre-order down, and they're pretty good with uh, if they can't get it, they do contact you and keep you updated. But it's a it's TBC announce, uh, release date. But uh, no, I, I hope that Next Order did well. I mean, it's still full price on the shelves at EB Games, which means that's a good game because that's just what happens at EB Games. Like, oh, it's a good game? Oh, it'll be full price forever. Like Mario Kart the DS was full priced and I think it still is. Yeah, Mario Kart games sell exceptionally well. Yeah, so why do they need to put down the price if people are going to buy it for $80? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, basically for the older stuff, DVDs, there's a handful of stuff online and hopefully you guys are going to get more discs and more streaming stuff, especially with them putting Adventure on Anime Lab. Hopefully you guys will get O2 and Tamers and everything. Yeah, I'm. I'm going. I think I might get a premium subscription for Anime Lab just so I can watch it because I am a big, huge, firm believer in the concept of vote with your wallet. Yeah, so, same. Yeah, like I, if I, if I want something to do well, I will go out of my way to buy. Like I have Cyber Sleuth physically imported from Play Asia, and then I have it digitally on both PS Vita and PS4, as well as physical on both. So I'm just, if I want something to come to my country and, you know, just to come out in general, I will buy it because then that, you know, gives an indication of there is, you know, one more person who's interested in it. And and if there's anyone in in Australia who's listening to this, um, buy, try on DVD and, you know, make make the... Like the the publishers know, hey, people are interested in this. Release more, and that's just always the philosophy that I've gone by. Yeah, that that's why I wrote up that streaming guide of right before Tripart Four came out, because throughout the history of Tri, I keep getting messages from people who are saying they don't know how to watch it on their TV, so they just download it later and burn it to a disc. And it's like it's very easy to do streaming devices nowadays, and I think every time a new part of Tri comes out, I'm gonna update that guide because mm. it, it is so easy to watch this stuff on tv nowadays it is not like when i when i was setting up streaming stuff you know nine ten years ago mm. it's like when netflix came out i believe it came out in 2015 here and immediately people stop make magically stop torrenting things because why would you search for something if you can just have it on Netflix, yeah. which is already on your phone and on your laptop and on your game console, and all you have to do is type something in and it's there. You don't have to fu- look at the cedars. You don't have to <laughs> make sure it's not a virus. You don't have to look at the size. It's so, just so, there. So you guys never had Netflix when it was a clusterfuck to use the streaming? Nope. It was uh, 2015, March, and I've had it ev- every day since, and I love it, and it's unmeted for my internet connection, uh, which uh, for Australian internet... It's really good. Yeah. Um, I remember when Netflix first started doing streaming, you had to use sp- uh, specific browsers. I believe you had to use Internet Explorer. And then when it was first on the video game systems, mm-hmm. you actually had to use a loading disk. Oh, that's annoying. And it became very easy. And and 
not only that, the the hard the hardware for streaming nowadays. I mean, what kind of devices do you guys use for streaming? What are the prices on them? Are, are, is it just video game systems, or do you guys have you know dedicated streaming devices? Uh, well, there's the Chromecast, which is like seventy dollars, and I love the Chromecast. It is an amazing bit of equipment. It's, I mean, I mainly use my video game consoles for streaming but if i ever need to i just have a chromecast and i just plug it in you know my tv my computer pops up on my tv the chromecast is the only is the the only major device that i have not actually used i i definitely recommend it but i mean we also do have the apple tv which does more or less the yeah. same thing the chromecast chromecast does but like more like it has its own stuff on it the chromecast just operates okay. from a, a phone or a computer but yeah. no i Okay. I definitely recommend the Chromecast. Yeah, Chromecast is a good recommendation wherever you are. Um, I don't know if they're in Australia. I know that for in the U.S., the best deal right now is probably the most basic version of the up-to-date Roku. I've I've heard a lot about that on uh, on American podcasts, but I don't think that they're out in Australia. Yeah, the I mean, I mean, I have a bit of a crazier model, but the basic model right now is like thirty dollars. See, that's good. I mean, thirty dollars. You and it. The nice thing about Roku's is, is it's sort of the platform independent version, so it just has ninety nine percent of everything. And um, Anzic mentioned the Kindle Fire. the The stick and the box are both very good choices. Um, mm-hmm. I believe they were not choices for Crunchyroll when Part Four came out, but I believe they it's there now. Mm. Um. Chromecast is a great choice. The only reason I don't recommend Chromecast more is I feel like um, dealing with no interface confuses people. Yeah, and as I said, you you'll have you'll yeah. have to have the app on your phone yeah. or your laptop. Well, which, I mean, it's 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 easy, but if someone's not tech savvy, it's quite it, it's not particularly easy. Yeah. Well, it, well, it also gets interesting based on which applications you use, stuff like Netflix and YouTube, mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. cast to a Roku. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Chromecast seems to work everywhere. Not only that, I believe Chromecast work if you take them with you to other countries. Yeah, yeah. so it's just a... Yeah. I mean, you'd have to have the, uh, the the converter to plug it in because it does need some the, the power. But it just comes with a USB to wall yeah. charger so you can just use any any thing that well well on, well on modern TVs you just plug it into the TV yeah I mean well in modern TVs also like smart TVs you yeah. can already stream Netflix except for in Australia if the smart TV was released before 2015 you can doubt da- like you can get the Netflix app but it actually has this weird inner workings on the smart TV that say oh you're trying to access Netflix that's not available in Australia and you get like this is not available in your region errors, which uh, my co my coworker is very upset that he uh, can't watch it on his very large, very nice smart TV because it came out like a little bit before Netflix did. Yeah, um, even even here, smart TV software is good in general now, but mm. each company does their own platform, so I um, it's one of those things where, like with Crunchyroll, I think when I even wrote that, I was like. Okay, so if you have Crunchyroll on it, you might want to check out works because there's been various Crunchyroll light versions on some TVs. I, mm-hmm. I I tend to tell people, you know, if you have a video game system, you're fine. Just 
use that. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's good choices all around. Um, it, 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 at some point, it would be nice if you guys had parity with what we have, though. Yeah, I mean, I think Netflix has gone out of the way to say, oh, we want a global library. So I think that I, I would like a global library, library for everything, but I know that there's the rights holding issues. But it'd be really nice for Australia if we just got the same things that the rest of the world got. We're not that far away. We're, we're, we're a little yeah. country over here with our convicts and our <laughs> very weird weather. Yeah, and, and of course, in Japan, they have Try on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix on in Japan is quite amazing. I've I, I logged into my Netflix in Japan, yeah. and I noticed there's so much anime. Like it's amazing. Yeah, they've been I mean, adding. They've been adding more and more of it worldwide, but you know it's interesting. Um, mm. I think we've gone over the video details. Uh, we probably will not have another one of these video specials for a while because this is actually the third one in a row we've done. Mm. Um, we don't have anyone from Japan lined up to do theirs. Um, and, you know, that you guys are kind of like the one English region left to do that for. So yeah. I think so I think now let's move on and take questions. Um, let's see what's lined up. Stevie would like to know, why does Australia get everything? Uh, do we get everything? Um, I think it's because... I, I, I think he's joking about you guys getting try and he, UK didn't. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, on Crunchyroll. Um... But as for other stuff, maybe it's because Australia tends to get this weird sort of mishmash between different places in the world. So if America gets a release and UK doesn't, we tend to get the American release. Or if England get the, gets a release, we do. Yeah. They kind of like... And it's the same for Bandai products. We got the American release or we got the English release, if failing that. Or we got the Bandai Asia release. Which, yeah, ba- which Bandai is Asia is weird about stuff sometimes, and you guys seem to be treated as a subdivision of Bandai Asia when mm. no one else wants to deal with it. Yeah, it's like we got the pendulum cycles uh, yeah. because Bandai Asia released them, and then that was the gift that Bandai Asia gave to us with the pendulum cycles with their completely bananas evolution system. Okay. Um now, is Jason in the chat, Jay? Uh, no, Jay would be asleep at the moment. Okay, okay. so, okay. Because yeah. I, I, there, there were one or two comments through there, and now with the question, I was kind of wondering if it was Jay, but not. Uh, Jay, Jason wants to know if you guys are ever going to cover Digimon next, and how did you get your hands on the manga in general? And do you like the Atmon manga, and would you recommend reading it? Alright, so first bit, we do intend to cover next, after we're done with V-Tamer, we're doing V-Tamer monthly, so we just covered the first volume. As for how I got my hands on them, I I bought them off from eBay, but I also have Digimon Next, which I bought when I was in Japan. Uh, funny story, when I was in Japan, I had to buy a new suitcase, uh, because I bought too much. <laughs> I, uh, I went to every single Mandarake, and I spent an embarrassing amount of money, um, and I had to buy a new suitcase, and that was that. That was fun. Uh, it, I bought a lot of stuff. I sort of opened up my suitcase when I got home. My parents just looked at me and said, "Why did you need this?" <laughs> yeah, um, I, I own all of V-ta- all of V Tamer. Um, I need to get next at some point. My, my story of how I got V Tamer isn't quite as exciting as yours. <laughs> I went to Yahoo Auctions Japan, and I think I got a you know really nice used copy for. 
I think total it was ten dollars, and then it was twenty or thirty for shipping. Yeah, and yeah, I I don't buy stuff from Yahoo Japan because I'm it's a pain too in the lazy ass. to go. Yeah, oh, it, it, I'm very lazy. Yeah, it, it's gotten easier, but I like I went to the site that he's used, and I'm like, oh, they're gone. I need to find someone else. Yeah, it's hmm. not worth my time. Um, <laughs> I mean, the easiest thing to do is to get on a plane to Japan and go to Amanda Arcane and ask. And yeah, so I, I asked everywhere for V-Tamer. No one had it in stock, so I just bit the bullet and bought it on eBay. Um, as for the Atmon manga, it is very good. I, I mean, I love Atmon in general, but the manga's quite good. I mean, my Japanese is very, very limited. But I'm able to sort of read it because it's fairly simple Japanese. I mean, it's got the furigana above the kanji, so that helps. And from what I can tell so far, it's it's very good. It's sort of differing a little bit. Like, they just... I mean, a brief spoiler about latest Ishatmon. Um, so, like, the couple, last couple of weeks is that when they, ha- when they find Dantemon, Yujin is already with them. Like, Yujin is already part of their group. And the the funny thing is, I buy V Jump monthly, and the the first one where they just sort of like tease that there's a fifth athlete driver, the ad page just before the start of the manga actually has Eugen holding up his athlete drive <laughs> duo. It's a uh, so I'm like, oh, thanks, thanks, Japan. Even though the that the end of that volume just has somebody holding up the athlete drive duo, and everyone's like, oh, it can't be. Who's this? And you don't find out to the next volume. But have you looked at the ad page that's not even hidden? It's just Eugen and Ofmon and he's got the Apple Drive duo. Did you get the so stand thanks. Did you get the standalone volume one? Uh, yes, you know, I, I bought that and I it came with that that uh that yeah. bonus card. How nice is that card? It's so nice. They they I they they do a great job with that. I yeah. I've been collecting uh, those cards. The one the one thing I don't like those couldn't they just like shrink wrap the card in or something? They Sticking that cardboardy thing in it screws up the manga. Yeah, it's it's because that's how they re- release the cards in the V Jump manga. They just have them in those little inserts. Yeah, I, I don't like that. I don't like that for the manga volumes though. It's too tightly yeah. packed. I much much prefer the way that they do in the Psycho Jump, which is they have this separate thing that's just stuck on with an elastic band, and it's like a a like a little plastic slip and it has like the poster and has all the cards and I think that's a much better way and also like I don't want to like start ripping at inserts when I'm reading I just want an easy thing that's just a plastic slip with things I just pull them out like yeah yeah now um have you read any of uh Atman Gakuin uh yes I've I've been I've I, I mean I have all the Psycho Jump volumes that it's been in but I've only read the first and the second one and it's so cute it's it's really funny I I really like how the latest ending for Atmon was, seems to be kind of like a little shout out to it, like a little Easter egg, maybe. Yeah, that's what I was wondering too, because it feels like they're like it's not like they're advertising it. Mm. But I'm maybe it's just my level of Japanese is weird, but I find that the Gaku and manga is harder to read than the the actual regular Atmon manga. But I'm Maybe that's just my Japanese level it being weird levels, but uh, mm. it's just much more complicated for me to read, and I'm not sure what's going on. Maybe they're using slang. That might be a reason. They might be using a different dialect yeah, it, or slang. It, it could be like school slang type stuff. Yeah, which I'm like Digimon Next is hard to read because it's the, the first volume of Digimon Next 
they're talking in like young boy slang and as opposed to V Tamer when it's just him narrating and you know a narrator's talking and he's talking to the Digimon and he's not using schoolboy slang and that is one of the hardest things about reading manga is that if you're reading shonen manga which can be quite easy to read uh, sometimes they'll just start talking and you'll look the word up in the dictionary and you won't be able to find it because they're just using this a weird dialect of the way that they talk. <laughs> okay. Um, Joe asks, if an Atmon dub were to come out through Saban, do we think it would be announced well after the series ends, similar to the previous two series? I, I, I think Savers and cross wars and how they were done and even the original shows to some extent were done in odd unique ways that it's hard to pull out specific patterns from mm. um I, I, i'm not 100 percent sure i think saban's kind of done with digimon yeah maybe that's a good thing it could be like here like here's the i think fusion was aged down a little too much when it was dubbed yeah the uh the my complaint about the fusion dub is that it's very cheesy and it's very like it's it, yeah it's aged down quite a bit. I haven't seen Data Squad in English yet, but I I will uh, in I think August is when we start maybe late July is when we start Savers and Data Squad, so that'll be interesting. But I always found that fusion was aged down a lot more than previous seasons, and I, I I'm worried that they would do that with Atmon too. Maybe they would give it the sort of Yokai Watch age demographic because that's what they're fighting against and it is very similar to Yokai Watch. I don't want them to, but if that sells, then they will do it, right? Yeah, I think it's a matter of who gets it and in what context. Because, I, like, here's the thing. We know what Toei wants. Mm. They want it to be the big franchise, and I'm not sure that exi market exists anymore for anime in general. So past, unless someone gets it to attempt to do it as the pseudo-big American cartoon show, it will be one of the anime companies, and they're all probably going to go with something more akin to a straight or a Swedened dub. Yeah. Um, and I think most of the companies that do anime out here would generally do a good job of it. It's just a matter of if it's worth their effort, because... I'm guessing Toei wants more for this than most shows. Mm. So I, I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, do 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 either of us expect Saban to pick it up? Um, I, I mean, I hope they will because it'll be really nice to get a, official releases, and I'll buy it on DVD even if it's bad, and I'll watch it even if it's bad. But like, I well, hope that well, well, they well, treat well, it well. But what I mean is, is let's say we know for a fact it will get announced in the USA. Yeah. Do you realistically see Saban being near the top of the list of companies to get it? I mean, um, I I think Saban's kind of done with Digimon. Yeah. No, I, I think I think Saban is done. Uh, who who was the company who dubbed Try? Um. It. it Let's just say it's complicated. It is effectively Toei is doing it, but having the production be done by Studiopolis, while Eleven Arts does theatrical distribution and Shout does home video distribution. But in mm. theory, but in theory, as far as we can tell, it is it is basically the same deal as Data Squad, which is 
Toa is doing it, but Toei doesn't have the staff to oversee it, so they're just having Studiopolis do it under the purview of Toei America. Maybe they'll do it like that. Like, maybe not exactly the same as Try, because Try is aimed at a, large, a, a largely older audience. Possibly. I think the issue, though, is, is I think it's the same issue that popped up when they did it with Data Squad. They don't have the staff or the ability to do what they want with the big marketing and trying to make it a big franchise. Mm. So, who knows at this point. I mean, I think the easiest thing for everyone would just be have Crunchyroll and Funimation license it in tandem. Mm-hmm. Crunchyroll does it subtitled, Funimation dubs it, Funimation throws discs, and then Funimation tries to license out toys and stuff to other companies. And maybe we get a TV airing. Mm. I, I think that's what would probably be best for everyone, but who knows. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Dak and Jackster ask, given Digimon's varied interpretations within the franchise, what, for you, would constitute a perfect anime series? Oh, that's a hard question. I'm bad at... I I, I like rubbish. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. See, that, that's exactly what I was thinking. Is like, the, st- the stuff I like that would make a perfect series is the stuff that mo- a lot of people seem to be complaining about. Like, I would be perfectly happy if we just had the eight kids wandering around doing nonsense. Mm. Like, I, mean, I like... <laughs> I, I, I like young hunters. I am alone in this little No, 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 no. You're not... You're not... You're actually not alone by that. I like young hunters... Here's the thing, Young Hunters isn't what people want from Digimon, and that's... Oh, yeah. Young Hunters is very good if you want a Monster of the Week show. Oh, definitely, and Digim- I, it, it, I, love, I love that. Yeah, it does that exceedingly well, but that is not what Digimon is to most people. So mm-hmm. most people just are very... I mean, it, it does it very well. Hmm. But I don't think that's what people want from the brand. And I and I think Try was able to get away with changing the brand because just by the announcement and how it was, I think no one was sure what to really expect to a degree. Yeah, but everyone was excited. Yeah, but Hunters, everyone sort of just went, oh, it's going to be Cross Wars Part 3. And it kind of wasn't, and I think you quickly had people turn against it because that's what they wanted. Hmm. But no, I, I don't think Hunters is bad. I actually like Hunters for what it is. But I understand why people flip out. Oh, yeah, no, I, I agree with the, the the fact that it's not what people want. But I yeah. just, I, I I like Monster of the Week. Yeah. And I found it was really cute. And it wasn't too heavy. Like, I, I, I mean, I like watching things that stress me out sometimes. But then, like, I it stresses me out, so I don't like it. But Young Hunters was very easy. It was very... It's rela- you know, it's relax blow. it's relaxing to watch. Yes, and it's you know, everything's usually tied up in a neat bow. And it had a really good episode, which I won't save spoilers just in the <laughs> off chance that Jay is listening, but this part is a part that I'm looking forward to Jay's reactions on, and I'm sure you would know what I'm talking about, correct? Yeah, so, Something that happens towards the end? T- towards the end with a bit of setup in the middle. Yeah, and some uh, something that's very exciting for uh yes. for older fans to enjoy. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yep. But 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 yeah. Um, but I, I'm kind of the same as you in that I'd be terrible at picking what's the perfect series for me because mm. what I actually want to watch isn't necessarily what Digimon fans want to watch. Mm. L- like 
people who have listened to the podcast or when I, you know, would help Victor on the rewatch knows, I like Galco-chan, which is, and I talk about it quite a bit, and it's exact the exact opposite of what Digimon fans would want. And I've joked that to a degree, that is almost what I could imagine a, a soft R-rated Mimi anime being. Hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I don't actually rewatch Digimon all that much, and I think it's why I'm able to put as much energy towards it as I do. Mm, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I'm mostly watching Star Trek and other stuff that, you know, I, I don't know how excited people would be to go to hear my perfect show would be the characters sitting around talking and doing nothing. <laughs> um, and then uh, Jared wants to know if you could have a Digimon besides Airmon, what would it be? Air, besides Airdramon. It would Do- be Doramon. I love Doramon. Doramon's my best. It's, it's a little purple puppy dog. I, yeah. I love him. <laughs> and um, and Zeke wants to know, what do we think is for Digimon in the future? Hopefully they're not going to just stop after try. And I always had like this slight theory that they're kind of splitting Digimon in uh, like in half. We have the the let's appease the older fans because we know that these fans are now in their 20s and 30s and have jobs and will have money to spend on things. So let's keep them happy because they have nostalgia and they will buy all the the nostalgia merch. So let's keep them happy and let's release more content for them. But hey, let's compete with Pokemon and Yokai Watch as well. So let's have the Digimon Universe series which has, you know, different stories. It won't uh, after Amon's done, they'll do something else and let and let's, you know, try to fight against Yokai Watch and Pokemon and continue to make stuff in that so we can entertain little kids and yeah so we can entertain both the grown-ups and the little kids and maybe they'll maybe both sides will cross over but both sides are happy and both sides will be spending money i think the goal that they have is basically to turn it into mini gundam maybe um and victor jokes that i talk about gundam too much in relation to digimon but i think there's a lot of parallels Mm. like right now we have um Try. We have Atmon. We have two manga. We have a ton of merchandise from all over the franchise. So much merchandise. Yeah. Like, I, I tried to explain to Victor just, like, how much Gundam stuff there was, and he goes, oh, how much can there be at any one time? I believe a few weeks ago they announced there was going to be, like, three or four new manga this year alone. Oh, jeez. Just for one magazine. Like, like it, there's like four, somewhere between four and five anime running or announced at the moment. Mm. And I don't necessarily want Digimon to turn into that because, like, I like Gundam, but it's been a long time since I've tried to follow Gundam. Mm. And I feel like the latest trend is to have your main series of the manga, and then you'll have the spin-off series running like alongside it, which will be like the chibi version. And I believe. Boruto has the Boruto regular manga, and then they have like a, an ST SD version that's running in Psycho Jump, and same with Atmon, and same with Dragon Ball. Dragon so Dragon Ball, last I checked, has like four or five running. Yeah, it's a uh, it, and it's in all of the jump. Yes, like each each jump manga has its own Dragon Ball going on. Yeah, but yeah, it's but where's the brand gonna be? I I think. See, it's interesting because for all the talk about Atmon being different, it really isn't. Mm. It, it 
at best, there's a splash of paint. And try is different, but try also, because of the way it's framed, feels closer for most people, I think. Mm. So I think we're in an odd case where the old thing is now the new different thing. And the new different thing is actually what's taking over from the old thing. Yeah, possibly. So I'm not really sure where the brand's going to... Like, like the main chunk of the brand feels like it's going to stay as roughly what Atmon is. Not necessarily in style, but in what they're aiming for. Mm. And minus the game not doing too well until much later when they lowered the price, it feels like Atmon stuff is selling quite well. And uh, there is a joke on the po- on our podcast, which is Jay saying that I have single-handedly funded both Atmon and Try. <laughs> it's sad, but uh, I I just go through. Uh, I mean, I'm on Army Army and Hobby Link Japan and Nippon Yasan constantly, just like refreshing, like t- typing Digimon latest anything new? No, okay, go to the next one, and then also CD Japan, and I'm I'm terrible. How well do my does my random breakdowns of uh, crap places are going to carry help? Oh no, it it does help. Um, I I do try to use the affiliate links when I'm able to. <laughs> Yeah, the only stuff that I've actually gotten for myself, meaning 99% of the stuff I get is stuff that I can archive for everyone. The only stuff that I've gotten for myself in the last... Not including the CSA Digivice, which I got when it was brand new for myself. Mm. Um, I got a stack of the keychains from the, the winter shop. Pop-up oh, shop. Cute. Yeah, I... I I got what I could because Victor's friend Kevin lives in Nagoya. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, so he was willing to grab stuff for me, and so I have a stack of the keychains. But it's like, and and I've always liked keychains. But it's like I don't know what what am I gonna do with six keychains? They look nice. Yes, I got four of the character ones, and I got two of the uh, crest and tag. The crest and the tag ones are so nice. Oh, I think I've seen those on eBay. They're very expensive on eBay, so I haven't actually gone around to oh, buying they're, them. They're like they're like eight. I I wouldn't be shocked if at the next pop up shop they're like eight dollars and they're like heavy metal keychains. Yeah, and on eBay they're like eighty dollars or something disgusting. Oh, the the these are nice because mm. the the cre- the uh, crest is a nice heavy metal. The tag is like a glossy see through plastic, mm. and then there's a little charm of a digivice on it. Yeah, I really. I'd really like to try to get a uh, Crest Sincerity one if I, don't, if I don't find it for a million dollars. So they're, they're so nice to look at. Yeah, I, I, I had like made a, a list for Kevin from top to bottom of, you know, this is the order. And he ended up getting me one more and he paid for it himself. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so I have the, the, the Courage and the Purity ones. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very jealous of the Purity ones. It, it's a very nice green color. Like mm. a kind of like a uh... see, I don't want to say kiwi because <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of that that like rich green type. Yeah, it's 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 a nice color. Yeah. Like I I really like the. Uh, I mean, I, I have uh, the crest of purity tattooed on me actually. But I mean, it's it's. Com- oh yeah, I think I think you I think you posted that on Reddit a while ago. Yeah, yeah, it's it's combined with the crest of love, and it's kind of like. A combination. It's my uh, only current tattoo because I still live with my parents and they hate me now. <laughs> um, 
you guys think up any more questions while we're talking, and we'll probably do one more round of questions, and that will probably be it. So, where do you want Atmon to go based on whatever the most recent episode you've seen is, without spoiling um, too much for people? Well, I last saw the Parodimon episode with the, uh, the, the female Parodimon, and I'm watching the Tripmon episode today. I would like to be out of the, the filler territory now, uh, because I, we actually have been ranking each of the Atmon episodes on the show, because we've been covering that weekly, uh, sort of like a week after their uh, initial release. And yeah, the, the last two episodes have been ranked down the bottom. I'm, I'm hoping that the Tripmon episode is good, even though it looks like a hot spring episode filler, but that, that can be good. Um, the episode that aired yesterday, I, I've i heard it is good, and people have been sending me messages saying, oh yeah, that, that'll definitely be in the top one. But uh, so far, the best episode that we, we've seen and we've t- spoken about was episode four. Uh, we just think that that was the perfect Atmon episode. So if we can have more episodes like that, and that was with... Uh, using the apps in clever ways like we had Dogatchmon using the ability to work out where the cameras were for camera ah uh, yeah that yeah and, that was yeah. a good one yeah if we can do more of that like i just found that that is what i like about atmon the fact that it is clever in the way that oh this is how to use these apps yeah and something that we haven't seen since probably episode four is when haru does like starts googling things it's like okay how do i defeat how do i um get rid of unread mess emails and he does that little Google thing, and we haven't seen that for so long. You know, I'm, and I really like that. You know, I like the visual of it. My issue is, is it feels like it's nothing that Gatchmon couldn't do on his own. Yeah, but it's sort of it. I, I li- in the yeah, I, I like that each character has something to do. Mm. But my my only issue is like in, in the like um, Ares was the the video game controls. Hmm. And like, Astra is like has is a DJ. I really yeah. like that. And but, Ray but f- is a hacker. But from what I've seen, theirs are stuff that it feels like it's specific to them. While in the case of Haru's, he's just searching, which Gatchman can do on his own just by Haru yelling what to search for, is what I mean. Mm. Okay. okay, let's go for the eternal argument. Is Atmon Digimon? Well, I would say it is in the way that it's got Mon at the end of the name, but I think that they are a subcategory of Digimon. No, 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 no. I mean, is Atmon Digimon franchise? Oh, yeah, most certainly, yeah. yeah. It's, it's in the it's Digimon universe. Like, yeah. that's... Yeah. That, that is... Yeah, it goes without saying. It, it says Digimon. It is yes. released as Digimon. They're not actually Digimon, but the franchise, yeah, it's, it's, it is Digimon. It feels like Digimon. It's, oh, e- e- it's Digimon Yokai Watch. E- even... Toa's own marketing stuff is literally this is a new Digimon series, and that's basically the yeah. end of it. Um, oh, we have questions! Haha. Yay! Uh, Anzik wants to know what our fa- who's our favorite Atmon. I like Weatherdramon because it's like I really like Weathermon, and then they released Weatherdramon, who's just like Weathermon but a dragon, and I think that's really cool. See, my, my answer for these type of questions are never good because, like, I like Gatchmon because he's just so personable and weird and he acts strange mm. like he's randomly going around on a tricycle or wearing oh, the pump so or wearing the pumpkin outfit mm. or eating his Gatchmon snacks yes I, I, I love him as a character but design wise I like Weatherdramon 
Also, as a character, I like Musimon with his no Musimon, no Raifu. He's so cute. Well, that works because everyone does know about that catchphrase about the the Tower Records thing. Yeah, and I I love it. It's so cute. And I hated Astra when he first came on, but now I like Astra, and now I like Musimon, and. I just, I love him so much. I like Dokumon's personality because he's just such an annoying character. But, like, not in a bad way. Mm. But, like, I like that no, everyone is aware he's annoying. It's not just, yeah. oh, he's a quirky character and everyone likes him. It's everyone kind of is just annoyed by him. Yeah, everyone just sort of, yeah, he's he's very much, like, the annoying character that no no one in the actual series acknowledges, but everyone actually acknowledges it, which is really nice. And that's what I like about Atmon, is it sort of has these tropes, but it subverts them and it goes a completely different way. Okay, I'm not 100% sure what Juggernaut was asking here, but I'm going to go ahead and assume he's asking, what's your favorite Digimon Universe episode? Uh, episode 4. I, I, yeah, I oh, yeah, you, you, actually, you actually did say it. Oh, you're actually looking at your yeah. ranking? Yeah, um, I... I I actually have it on the uh, the webs oh, our website, which is just it's our Apple ranking, and we've ranked every single episode, and the recap episode is the the bottom one. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, okay, Dokemon's an annoying character who everyone wishes would be calmer, right? Mm-hmm. In show, while Aerie's a calm character who pretends to be excitable, but is just annoying in doing it. I don't know. Uh, for some reason, it seems it's funny because I just realized that they're kind of opposites in that manner. Yeah, and that's what I really like when they've got the the Digimon partner and the human, and it's they've got like com- like these personalities are completely different. Like Joe and Gomon, they they complement each other, but they're opposites, and that's what I yeah. always liked about the dynamic of the human Digimon partnership is that they help each other in ways that they're very different, but they go along really well. Yeah, I, I actually I agree with that, especially since they do it on a character by character basis. Mm. So it's not like every uh, kid in Digimon contrasts. Some of them are very similar; others are very different. It feels like they've matched it to the actual characters very well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, next question, which is from Stevie: If you could make an app on based on one from your phone, what app would you base it on? The Fitbit app. Because I, I love Fitbit. Wait, wouldn't that just be Coachmon? Uh, well, actually, uh, Elecmon on Tumblr designed me the uh, the fit a, a Fitbit at Mon, and I was kind of like, hey, just just make it off Mon, but uh, not off Mon, uh, on Mon, but uh, with sort of <laughs> Fitbitty colors, and uh, it's it's kind of cute. But no, Coachmon or even uh, what was the Musclemon? The muscle, the really cute oh, Musclemon uh... who wanted to be cute. Was it just Musclemon? I I don't remember. I I was I was skewing to one Digimon until you said cute, and then my brain went, nope, not the one I'm thinking of. No, no, no. I mean, he's cute. He wants to be cute. Like he's a uh, he's probably the exact one. He's just muscles. Like that's his design. All all so I can think of, all I can think of is Nanimon. No, no. I mean, he looks like Nanimon, uh, but uh, he's got those big arms. And the part of the episode was him, you know, saying, "I will power up too," and he powers up by one point. I don't remember at all. I mean, if it's Atmon, I may not even have seen it yet. I'm only to episode five. Oh yeah, yeah, that that that's, yeah. that might be why. Yeah, because I've been actually trying not to watch it until we do the episodes on the show. Oh no, that that that's fair. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. The next question is: Is 
Okay, and Zeke asks, if Atmon aren't Digimon, then what are they? The cr- uh, the cre- the cr- the, yeah, the creatures themselves, I consider a subcategory the same way Spirit Digimon, Armor Digimon, where they aren't really what Digimon are to a point. Mm. Like, Spirit Digimon aren't really what we think of Digimon, and neither are no. Armor Digimon. They're variants of the creatures. At least to me, I consider Atmon in that same category as they're Digimon, but kind of different. Yeah, I mean, they're more Digimon than the Digi-Gnomes, and I guess to some extent, Kulamon from Digimon Tamers. Like, they're, they're Digimon, but they're not, like, they're not Digimon Digimon, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I kind of consider them more Digimon than even, say, Armor Digimon, to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Armored Digimon, they've sort of just slid into being normal Digimon the further we get from O2. Yeah. But at the time, it was all sort of, this is Digimon number X that's been modified by item Y. Mm. A- at least the way I've always seen it. Um, Air- Jason wants to know who's hating on Aerie. Fight me. She's the best one. Yeah, if I, if I, we can't hate on Aerie because otherwise she'll give our hearts an explosive punch. A- I mean, I'm only one episode into Aerie, and she may be my favorite character because that's not what I was expecting based on all the marketing and images and stuff. I thought yeah. she was literally going to be the loud, screaming character, and to have the that, meta. yeah, and to have that just be a part she's playing, and she doesn't play it that well. Mm. Like I had no clue when I walked into the episode that it was going to be that she's almost a generic, shy, reserved girl, and she's playing a part and playing it horribly. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I like that too. Yeah, uh, because and I mean, because I only caught up to that episode to watch for the podcast because I'd been waiting for better translations. Mm. So I had no idea, and that was very strange to go into when I thought I knew the character. Mm. Um, and I, I was the same about I actually. I I thought that she was going to be the uh, like a snooty rich kid sort of character from her design, and then she's like this kind of like nice shy girl. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was going to be the sort of violent princess type character. Yeah, and th- there's this one bit of the concept art, which is like her face doing this sort of like judgmental thing. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, oh yeah, so she's the uh, she's the little princess who gets everything that she wants, and like maybe the, ma- the main character likes her, but she's kind of mean. Well, we should have known it wasn't because she doesn't have drills for hair. Oh yes. Yeah, that... <laughs> There's nothing I like more than when you walk into a show and you see characters and you can name every single personality trait just by their hair. Mm. Um, looks like we have one... I mean, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I was about to say that Eugen looks exactly like he is, but that's the point. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of Eugen's green hair, which everyone was kind of shitting on early on? His green hair? He has green hair. Eugen has red hair. Oh, sorry, I thought you... Did I say Eugen? Yes. I th- Okay, I thought I said Haru. Bra- bra- oh, I love it. Bra- brain was skimming over the, the chat, and I said the wrong name. Yeah. The, it works well because it differentiates him, but he still kind of looks the same as what we wanted Digimon Lead to be. Yeah, and he has the same hair color as his mum, so it's not this, you know, random main character has... You know, the parents look normal, but then this, the main character has completely weird hair. I love his green hair. I, I, I'm i going to talk about Elecmon on Tumblr again, because I love Lizmet. Ha, ha, I, she, yeah, she drew some fan art of all the Goggle Kids 
dyeing their hair green and all posing together. Have they actually said Haru's hair is green in show? No, it is it is our anime eyes that are seeing green. Okay, yeah. I, I always love to see when anime points out one way or the other, because there are some shows where they point out the hair, and they specifically tell us that, yes, it is just that color for you. Mm. The the most obvious example, which is the one I always bring up, is Toradora. A character has green hair, and he dyes his hair blonde to be a rebel, or to <laughs> act like a rebel, and they specifically bring black hair dye to put his hair back the way it was before. And they talk about him having black hair, and then right after he has green hair again. And it's the same in Fruits Basket, how there is a character who is the zodiac sign for a cow, and a teacher says, hey, you, why do you have white hair with black black under under bits? Um, that's not allowed. You dye your hair. And he's like, no, this is my natural hair color. And then there's this bit that took me about ten years to realize what was happening, is that he takes her to a room and shows her his pre- pubes to prove it. <laughs> Um, and it took me about 10 years to understand that joke, and, uh, yeah. So that, that happened. Yeah, that, that's a good joke. Yeah, I, I love looking for the weird nuance stuff in anime that, it, like, it doesn't even realistically matter. I just find it interesting, like, does Haru actually have green hair, or is that just for our benefit? Mm. Does Yujin actually have red hair, or is that just for our benefit? Well, we can probably say that Astra might have blonde hair because yeah. Oh, you you haven't seen it yet, but his well, heritage well, is yeah. Is he's half, half a, yeah. That that I know, but it's like, okay, Aries an idol. Does she have pink hair? I don't know. I mean, who knows? I just find it interesting. Yeah. And looks like our last question, which probably a good question to go out on. Do we ever feel there are too many Omegamon variants or that Omegamon in general can be overexposed? Yes. No. There are so many figures. Uh Oh, really? No. See, I don't feel that way for one reason. It's sort of like saying, is there too much Pikachu stuff? Yeah, no, it's the same way. Because I would also say that there's too much Pikachu stuff. Yeah. See, I'd say there's too much if people didn't want it. Because while we do get a lot of people going, oh no, not Omegamon again, it's also always the top-selling stuff. It's the one that everyone votes as being their favorite. It, yeah, so, yeah, it's the vote with the wallet thing. Yeah, so I feel like it's not overexposed because they can keep adding more, and people are like, is like joking aside, is anyone not excited for the potential of Alter S? Oh yeah, well I'll I I will buy all the Omegamon because. I mean, I, I will still say that the best Omegamon figure was the Our War Game um, edition version, but I really like Our War Game. Oh, of the and, fig arts? Yeah, the, the figure arts uh, Omegamon from War, Our War Game with the, with the Taichi and Yamato on his shoulders. I, 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 that... I regret not getting the Evolution figure many, many years ago when it was available mm. on import shops. Mm. That's such a nice looking figure. I mean, it's not a great figure by our standards, but man, that thing looked nice. Yeah. Do you think Alter S was designed for Try? Um, maybe, maybe, like with alongside. Well, like I keep wafting on this. It's sort of like, okay, in theory, as of the end of Part Five, everything will be on the table as far as levels go. Hmm. But then there's nothing new for Six, 
And that keeps making my brain turn. Because does it feel like that they wouldn't have something special for the last one? Uh, maybe it's that they're introducing Jogress forms for all of the kids. See, that seems like it'd be too much, though, don't you think? Yeah, it would be a lot for one movie. My, my brain keeps skewing to something like a reverse of the post from part one, but it's Alter S instead of Omegamon. Mm. Because they've... And, and for whatever reason, they won't... They, they keep giving everyone evolution sequences. But we don't have one for War Greymon or Metal Garumon yet, and that seems very... It keeps getting my brain thinking, because it just... That, that doesn't seem to make sense to me. Could it be because we've already sort of seen that before, so they're not going to show it because it's not really a big thing? Or maybe they're not showing it because it will be a big, like, reveal thing and they'll do something special with it. See, I keep wondering that, but then, but I keep jumping to, at least in my head, you know, and and I don't mean this as in I'm, you know, sure it will happen. It's mostly just me wondering. Are we Mm. not seeing it because they plan to do the animation for Blitzgreymon and Kreskarumon. Mm. Have some reason for them to evolve to new forms and then a new Omegamon. You know, and it could just be very coincidental timing because, you know, it is the 20th anniversary and everything. But, but I just keep thinking about, like, those designs and how they would work in animation. It seems like, you know, those... You know, having a Greymon that boosts around with, you know... You know, some sort of Macross-style gun effect. <laughs> a Garumon speeding around that's golden with a big sword. And it's like, in my brain, it keeps going, you know, this... It really does feel like something they would want to do. Mm, no, I see a point. And, and especially, like... And, like, what's going to be left for Part 6 to act as... Because like, that's been their big poster image. Is mm. the thing. So, like, for Part 1, we got to see Omegamon. It's like... Oh man, Adventure's really back, and it's Omegamon who hasn't actually shown up all that much for Adventure. Mm. Then the second one, we got the two new forms. Then we got um, the new form of um, Tentomon and Meikumon, and Padamon's mysteriously not evolved. Mm. And then for part four, we they only show one of them, and it shows, and it has a mysterious Digimon who. At first, no one even noticed he was there. Mm, until the clearer image came out. Yeah. And then for part five, we now have at least one of which is clearly a dark version of an existing Digimon, and none of us really expected to see it. Yeah, and a that, new- that was uh, mixed feelings yeah, for and, me. And, it wasn't Holydramon. Yeah, and a new form. It's like, I don't see th- for part six them going to just having all the kids in the Digimon standing around on the poster art. So what do you do that's as exciting as the first five? Like maybe Zero Two, or maybe we have Rio. Maybe Rio comes back from the Tamers universe. But but see, I think that's I think both of those images are, to a degree, worthless in the context of what we've had for Try. Mm, unless something strange happens in Chapter Five. But 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 the, but that's what I mean though. Like think about the the five images we have. Would an image of just the, this, the O2 kids make sense for the final one? No. Would an image of Ryo make sense for the final one when he hasn't shown up in the first four? Yeah, no, no that's a point. Maybe it's just a Megamon again, like it, it, being see, new version. But see, that's why I, it, I just keep, that's why in my head I keep going, is this going to show up? Because 
it feels like they want these big, obvious, important images, and I'm not sure what they would put there at this point. Mm-hmm. And I keep getting torn because it's like, they're not going to use them, but they could. Mm, I see a point. Yeah. So, okay, so to finish, who do you think Tailmon's going to evolve into? Uh, I, I am team evolve to Holydramon because it it is sort of like follows the weirdness of the Tailmon evolution line of uh, that... ball, ball, dog, cat, angel, dragon, dog, angel, cat. Yeah, I... Like, I keep trying to think, do I really have a preference? And I'm not sure I do. I think... Vi- Visually, they both are interesting, I think. Mm. I think for the context of a battle, I think Ofani Jermon probably works better. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I like Ofanimon pull-down mode because I'm a huge fan of dark evolutions or corrupted evolutions. I think they're fun. Um, I think they're emotional. I, I really like them, so I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the, the concept of her having a Fannymon fall down mode as the dar- the darkness, you know. Assuming, wrong assuming evolution. it is. I hope it is. I mean, like, I would like them to do more with the dark ocean. Because we do have to remember, it, as part of Try, they've been very happy to fuck with us. Mm, so, no, so, so, so it could very much be that that's just gonna be the evolution. And Hikari was evil the whole time. No, I mean that's just the evolution they're going to use. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. And not have it be evil, and just have it be weird look, for lack of a better term, because it doesn't really work as a good guy that well. Mm. But then Digimon's done that before, like uh, Beelzebubmon. He doesn't really work well as a hero design. Mm. And Gilmon is a virus-type Digimon, yeah. and virus-types tend to not be particularly nice, but Gilmon is like a little puppy dog. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see. I... We need a date for part five first. Yeah, hopefully soon. Yeah. And I think that's about it, unless you guys have any quick last-minute questions. Thank you for coming on the show, though. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been fun. Yeah. I'm I'm going to have breakfast after this, which I'm also looking forward to. <laughs> but thank you so much for having me on the stream. Like, I I made a tweet about it yesterday, but it is uh it is amazing that when I was you know ten <laughs> yes, years I ago, I, I I got a temp ban from with the will because my signature and display picture was too big, um and I think it might have been Vande who banned me. I think. Uh, well, was it just a temp ban? And then now uh, I'm 24 and I'm on the With the World podcast. I just find that funny. Well, I, I find it funny that the one time that I've been on your podcast, what was it to discuss? Try chapter one. Yes. And now part one's starting to actually come out for us. Yeah, so it, it's, uh, it's good timing then. Yeah. Okay, I think there's no more questions. So I think that's about it. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And the current plan is, is for the next episode, Victor will be back from his wedding break. Yay! So, uh, with any luck, there will be a huge pop-up shop with many items that Victor does not want me to go over, but I stubbornly will anyways. That sounds fun. Okay, thanks everyone for showing up. Um, Catch you around next time.
Bye. And th thanks for thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming. Bye, everyone. Bye.